Here we are back with Whatever Comes to Mind podcast. Today, went on a little hike. And, you know, I guess I haven't mentioned I am based out of Denver, Colorado. Spent two years in Fort Collins. About three years now in Denver. About five years in Colorado. Pretty radical. Today, today is Thanksgiving. Um, I don't really necessarily celebrate Thanksgiving. Uh, Before I found out I was Native American or anything like that, I just don't really want to celebrate any holidays. That there may be some confusion on what we're necessarily celebrating. You know, I don't try to be too much of a party pooper. I, um, you know, I live in Denver. The rest of my family is in the Midwest. I'm in Illinois, specifically Chicago. And then the rest in Wisconsin, mostly just south of Madison. Um, uh, some others are scattered around a little bit, but not too many. Um, you know what? I didn't want to do this podcast today. Sorry. <sighs> I did not want to do this podcast today, but I got to keep pushing the limits. You know, why don't we start off by talking about that? You know, you got to find out what your recipe is going to be. This has just been very therapeutic for me, I realized, because I don't trust a lot of people with my th- thoughts that I'm going to have to see, you know, so like co-workers basically, since I live in a state where I don't know anybody and even family, can you trust them? Can you not? It's, you know, I love my parents. Um, but I caught my, pa- I've caught my parents before being unsavory towards me when I'm not saying there's times where people shouldn't be upset with you and things like that. But when I was young going through a thing, but, you know, I don't even, I don't ever focus on that stuff. I have a great relationship with my parents now. I always had a good relationship. There were some bumpy roads when I was trying to be like, hey, you know, uh, you know, America topples governments and, and fucks with currencies and puts restrictions on countries like Venezuela. And then it's like, oh, look what happened to socialism. Not that socialism works, but trust me, that's not, I shouldn't say trust me. From what I've seen, that's not the full story with a lot of these situations, you know. Oh, you you know, we got dirty mining wars in all these countries. You've got COVID, uh, COVID, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Covert, you know, operations. And I'm not saying that some things are, are not necessary. You know, I had this thought today. What if, and I doubt it, I, I don't agree with this at all, but we're just playing devil advocate for a thought. What if America, though, well, this could actually be true. What if America, even though it's still bad that they partake in, you know, all sorts of goofy shenanigans, what if if it, what if it wasn't them leading the charge on the goofy shenanigans and kind of dictating it? Say it was China. Say it was Russia. Say it was the UK. They're all dirty. There's, there's, all, there's dirtiness in all of them. What if they just did it even way worse? Like, what if this is actually the best scenario at the moment for, you know, what happens with these covert operations, what happens with, you know, going into Africa and mining and, you know, basically forcing villagers and stuff to work. You know, I'm not going to say I'm a well-read on that. I don't want to be too influenced by movies, but these things do happen. And, you know, I'm, you know, I don't sit here. Well, I know here's the other thing is that I think people have to start to understand the, the American flag does not represent you. Just let's get this out of the way. You don't have to agree with this, but the American flag represents the government. 
<laughs> Not the people. That's what flags are for. Yeah, I know they're supposed to represent a nation and blah, 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 blah. But, like, that's all, it's all government stuff. It doesn't... The, the flag is not really a representation of the citizens. So I just, when I, you know, I've, I've seen all those things on YouTube before where if the flag's like, and I'm not saying it is or isn't true. I'm not saying that, and, I, and maybe it doesn't even matter anymore since we're just in a different modern era with some of these things to where it's, you know, um, but, you know, I, if this podcast even gets a little big, it's going to attract people who, you know, who I would say are intellectuals who read everything, though, and just try to form opinions based on their own experiences, yes, but then, you know, other people's experiences, the information they read, and then projecting that onto the world and getting the best picture of reality that they possibly can. But, yeah, you know, I've seen those things before on YouTube or Instagram, and I was way deep in it. You know, I'm still deep in it, don't get me wrong. I just, I can't focus on it as much anymore because I want to make a little more money so that I can try to make my impact in the way I think I can with hemp and living a fun, happy life. Whether I get to hemp or not, it's not the point. It keeps me going, and then maybe it takes me in another direction, but the point is, is I want to put positivity in the world, even if I just am a maintenance tech my whole life. It doesn't, I don't care. But... <sighs> I have noticed that when I when I now go back to when I, now that I'm taking work a little more seriously, I've just realized how much you know. I just deleted a bunch of people on social media, then added people back, just to kind of. I was always on my story, and it was just stupid. But I added a lot of people back, and just realized I just need to balance it out more because I don't mind interacting sometimes. Anyway, back to the flag thing. You know, you, I would see these things like technically the flag right now means we're in a state of, you know, war or something. You know, that may not be the exact thing, but the idea of it was, is, you know, the certain ways the flags actually represented in peacetime and wartime and all these things. And whether it is or isn't true, you know, um, government overreach definitely happens. Um, a lot of us know this. Some still live in La 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 Land, like with Biden winning. They think that these crazy leftists—I'm talking the far, 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 far left. Some, a lot of them, who I don't think are necessarily have that much power. Maybe they will in the next ten to twenty years. I don't know. I think there's enough people in the world and in America now to balance a lot of this shit out, or just to not get wrapped up in it, which sucks because policy does matter. Like, okay, I make $47,000 a year with the bonuses I'm going to get this year. I'll probably, I could fucking make $55,000. I'll probably make closer to, you're not going to get a bonus that often. But let's say I'm 47, I work, I don't take any time off. When I, let's just say I could make about fifty-two dollars to $53,000 this year. I don't just then go, oh, don't have to worry about politics anymore because I'm getting closer to being to a point where I can sustain my lifestyle. All I want to be able to do is is rent a house or a live in a smaller apartment complex which right now i live in a very big one with like 11 buildings and shit my building alone has six floors um but i guess when it comes to residence per building it's i don't have that many residents in my building there's probably or room wise units there's probably 70 or so it's not small don't get me wrong there's probably six floors say there's i bet you there's 12 units so what's that 72 i don't know or is that 12 
six, that's a two. Yeah, 72. So I, I don't know. But anyway, um, choosing either way to do that is 12 times 336. But anyway, there's just all these things, you know. And, you know, I don't want to do this podcast tonight and you get going and then I just, I, I got to keep pushing boundaries. I have to. I find myself here tonight. I. I went on a nice 4.6 mile hike an hour into the mountains. I was in Silverthorne. Got back, watched almost all of Employee of the Month. You know, and I was gone early this morning. Probably I I, I got back around 3. I was probably out of the house no later than 9, but probably a little before that. But anyway, I, I found myself sitting here and I'm like, well, I stretched. I don't have that much laundry that or I could, I should probably actually do a load of laundry tonight just to and then put this other laundry away. But I'm sitting here like, well, I can play video games or I can start another, watch a movie. I don't want to watch any NFL football. You know, it's like, oh, I got to do something else. I have to keep pushing. You know, I'm not saying I have to go crazy with it. I work a full-time job, make $23.50. Another year from now, I should make $26.50. God willing, no mistakes, no tragic accidents where, you know, and I, but, you know, I try to live my life where... I do sacrifice certain things, I guess. It, it's just logical to me because I, I like, I don't really like my job, but I don't, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm dreading it either. You know, I get to fix stuff, work with my hands, and most of the time I'm fucking left alone. Now, when I'm a supervisor, if I end up doing that, that'll change a little bit, but I think I know how to handle that stuff pretty well now to where I can just kind of be like, you know, yeah, when I'm here, I'm working and if it's an emergency, you got to call me after hours. I get that. And I, I'm used to the on-call thing, but it, I kind of <clears throat> let people get the vibe that like, hey, I'm here to work for a certain set of hours. I don't care what you think my thing is or whatever. There's there's lines here. But anyway, you know, I got to keep pushing the boundaries. And like I said earlier, to sustain my lifestyle, and I'll go back to the sacrifice stuff too. <clears throat> I, I want to make 30 bucks an hour and meet a girl who makes the same amount or fucking way more. I don't care. That'd be amazing if my wife made 250 grand a year. That's not going to change how I view my, like I'm going to, I got to stay at it, continue to grow, evolve, develop. I don't, you know, she can make 1.5 million. I still want to make at least like no less than really 70 grand a year. If she makes that, you know, I, I got a job and yeah, if we got into some beautiful relationship and trust over time in this and she's like, cause I really do honestly believe that right now it's hard for me to write. And so I'm doing this podcast thing and I'm going to, I know I'll eventually I'll probably try to, I would say that's highly likely I will. And it may not even be for 10 years, but it is really hard right now to pull extract to create when I'm so tired after work. That's just not working 24 hours a week at a donut shop. Like I'm working 40 hours as a maintenance fucking te technician and I work like I know a good amount of shit now to where, and I like to work. I don't, it's fine with me. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying like, it's I, no excuses and coffee and you just, you know, come home and get through it. I'm not going to suck down caffeine. I'm not going to fuck up my sleep to, you know, this is way more natural. And I think it's easier for me just to talk but it, I'm about challenging and pushing myself. I mean, I don't eat gluten. I'm vegan. No alcohol, no weed. You know, and I've done alcohol. I've done weed. I've chewed to. I've done a lot. I've just. I, but you, as I've been growing and reading about health and this, I've slowly over the last five years been making changes, and my engine just runs better when I just fucking 
you know, eat what I should eat, drink how I should drink, you know, teas, hot teas, caffeine-free, and eat good food, and, and then get good sleep, and then you wake up, and you don't, you know, don't even get me started on the monster drinks, and everybody's on caffeine. I mean, you got to stop and think. We are so caffeinated as a fucking world now, but especially this continent, this country, you got to think, you know, 100, 150, 200, 300 years ago, I don't fully, but, but I'm going to paint a picture. You know, when, when, when you were shipping off the, the coast of India and traveling the world and do all these things, you know, you had to go to a, you didn't have to go to a port, but you, you're already starting to, I guarantee you're starting to see the picture I'm painting. You come in, you know, there's coffee, people who have coffee from different lands and just different goods. And you got to go to a market. And if you're not in the region, good luck. I can order fucking unreal dark chocolate off Amazon now, which just everything is a reach away. And I think there's a silver lining with all this. If, and it's right now it's really fucked up. And I think people's brains are on these social media things. And it's, it's crazy. Don't get me wrong. But if we can come out of this in the, over the next century, even, and as you know, obviously each decade get better and better. If we can just start gearing all of these, like, okay, when you really, or if you really are a coffee person, it's there for you and all these things. But if you can start gearing that towards creativity, all that energy, creativity, and fucking health, and taking all this information that we have, and that's how we can evolve as humans. And because I get it, our survival stuff is basically non-existent anymore as far as like shelter so there's this void to be filled and you can fill it with caffeine you can fill it with sex and drugs and i'm not saying any of those things are bad i'm not I, what i'm saying is is you know i'm not afraid anymore i just don't think i had enough life experience yet to, to talk about certain things you know the punk the punk rock the punk rock thrasher trasher type of dude girl who smoke cigarettes till they're 35 or all their life and then by 35 they look like a bag of dicks or a bag of wrinkly vajayjays it's it's not sexy it's not rebellious in my opinion you are doing what quote unquote the system wants you to do destroy yourself instead of getting healthy rebelling so that when you're 50 and hopefully have at least a uh, you know, if it's you and a partner and you've set up your life in a way where even if you had three, four, five kids, you didn't overspend, blah, 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 you guys can start communities. You can get involved in the community. Sorry, you can start committees. You can get involved in the community. You can explore your creativity. 50 is relatively fucking young. I know it's not 20, 30, 35 young, but 40, I'd still say that's pretty young. I mean, you, if you're going to live to 100, you got to think at 50, you got 50 more years to learn and grow and do shit. We, I've been very blessed and I've had the strength to get rid of girlfriends who, and, and don't get me wrong, sometimes I didn't get rid of them, shit implodes because, but the, the point that you know why it implodes is because I'm holding on to my beliefs and my morals and the way I want to do things and strive, the way I want to strive to do things, even if I'm not there yet. So over time in relationships, that just causes um, natural friction, we'll call it, to where I may have, you know, I may have held on to a relationship where I knew at two and a half, three months, this is not, she's hiding in me. I'm getting healthy and doing all these different things and she kind of is into it, and, but she thinks being around me and then she thinks I'll just be with her no matter what, even if she kind of half-asses it probably or, you know, if the pussy's real good, or, you know, 
I've really only had it once where I had a really strong connection with a girl. The, the sex was amazing. And yes, because she was good looking and sexual and, and ex explorative like myself, but we'd still connected mentally on many levels. And, um, but I, I, I kind of knew at three months, she probably knew way in the beginning. She probably knew before I did that. Like, I think sometimes women can go, okay, this guy may be going through some stuff. Like I'd have a, I'd work maintenance and I'd be, you know, I'd get, my body was always fucked up because I was stressed, still lifting way too many weights, putting way too much pressure on myself, living in Denver in a one bedroom apartment, making $18 an hour. It's not a good combo. I didn't have a car payment. Don't get me wrong, but I'm stressed because of my environment. I'm learning from people who are literally are always were addicted to pills or, or boozers or just kind of floated through life. And I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get even, you know, a little success monetarily if I can't learn any skills from these fucking people. Some of that was my fault. I needed to just slow down and focus on what was in front of me. But I was, I do believe that I, I don't like to say this stuff, but I think I have enough intelligence and I'm smart enough that I wasn't wrong in my assessments fully, but I was still, and that's where I self-corrected where I was like, look, dude, no matter what's going on with these people and this, and you know, at least some stuff. So focus on that. Try to cross not cross train, but how, how can I say this? Just, um, through, uh, across different disciplines, try to take a little bit of this electrical knowledge you have. And if you run up against an electrical problem, you haven't faced before, just try to use what you know, type of thing. And even if it's barely anything really try. And then obviously I have my phone. Um, but you know, I think a lot of that tangent was coming from, you know, if I get to 30, not if, when I get to $30 an hour, you know, the, but here's what's beautiful. The calmer I've gotten, the more money I've made, the more consistent all my habits get. So that's what I mean. You have to find your own, you know, some people want to be a writer, only want to be a writer, think they can never work a nine to five and I get it. So they'll, they'll 10, 20 years, even maybe they'll suck down caffeine, they'll suck on cigarettes, they'll do whatever they got to do to work a shitty enough job that just pays the rent and they can maybe have a little fun and all they do is write. And I respect it. I'm not knocking it. It's just, that wasn't going to be for me. I care too much about my body and physical, physical stuff to where I'm like, I can't, it's not worth the trade off. You know, it's probably a lot of it just comes from, I played sports. Um, and then as I've, but I had to transition and this is where I wish writers and I wish everybody would get healthy. I'm not saying stop smoke cigarettes. I'm not saying don't do weed, Coke, acid. I've pretty much done it all. You know, I'm not saying don't do that, but you know, if you have a heavy night of Mali use the next day, I wouldn't be necessarily eating, you know, six slices of pizza. I'd be hammering the shit out of water, eating fruit, maybe get a salad in you, maybe take a bath, eat, you know, just because I think eventually we all know, like I was making the comment about like, a, you know, I don't give a fuck person and I'm a rebel. You're going to burn out. It happens. And, and, you know, you can see, we can sit here all day and be, say things like some are made to do that and some are this and. It's all choices. Some are led to believe by people around them that this is the only, you know, this is what got you here. Don't change it. The people won't love you. Blah, 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 blah. It will all work itself in the end. If you want to change your image, and I don't, I don't, that's what, that's just it. You shouldn't be changing your image if you're just evolving as a person. If you go into it with like, I want to change my image thing, yeah, your image will change because you'll become a new person, but don't do it 
for the business side of it, and I know I'm kind of talking about, you know, uh, um, what do they call that shit? Not pop culture, but uh, the business, whatever, you know, uh, acting world and all that type of shit. And I know I'm not in it, but I, I, I watch a lot of podcasts. I'm, I'm a very big Rogan fan. I like Shab and Theo Vaughn. I, I like... Um, I like a lot of guests Rogan has on. Like, I think Whitney Cummings is funny and stuff. I'm not, like, really that into her podcast, but I think she's fucking funny. Strong woman, it seems. Well, eh, let me back off a little bit. Just because I think she's definitely a strong woman, but we, and we all make... Like, people went nuts and, and attacked Chris D'Elia and all these brands, and none of us really, especially on the outside, don't really know. And even some of them that are... On the inside, if they're not like in the Rogan shop and all in that, whoever was in that group, and I don't think I even understand who's in that group, we don't really know. If Delia was banging 18 year olds and you're like, well, that's weird, he's almost 40, who gives, he's, they're 18, he can fuck them. But that's not the point. I'm getting way off. I'm not, those people give a shit what I think, and I have a lot of respect for all of them anyway. I'm just saying, I try to be very careful. I'm like, this person's strong, and this person does. Everybody is strong in, in certain ways, you know. But anyway. Um, hopping over to sacrifice things though, because like when I talk about, so earlier I was talking to where, yeah, some's been locked. I didn't get a girl pregnant. I didn't, you know, who knows when I first moved to Colorado within, I guarantee, I, I, we'll just say this to give it a bigger span, but between one and three months in out here, my dad was already trying to get me to move back. I can walk you to 50 grand, saying shit like that, that I'm just like, and at that time in my life, I could give a fuck about money. Yeah, did I have to sometimes rely on my parents and whatnot? Yes, but I always worked. I never was like sitting on my ass being like, oh, I don't want to work or this. I just was going through this transitional period of my life where I'd been in and out of college for six years. I never was forced to work between the ages of you know, 10, or I should say 13 to 18, so people don't freak out, but where I'm from, kids can, their dad had them on construction sites young, so like, it was just hard for me to, to get it, to be like, look, this is just part of life, and you have to, it wasn't I didn't want to, I just had not, a lot of kids, you know, yeah, they played sports in high school and stuff, but all summer they worked, you know, I played sports all summer, you know, I just was not prepared for the real world, then you go to college, you know, then I got to come back and I, um, I flunked out uh, my second year, which is hilarious. I just stopped going. It was it had nothing to do with intelligence. I had a 3-0 my first semester, and then I got like a 2-something my second semester fucking off. But I just didn't want to go back to school. I didn't have any direction or support from home as far as you, you could try these things. Okay, well, how about, you know, this is, this is something... Let's, let's get into this real quick. This is something where I hope parents evolve. I think millennials care so much that it killed us. Yeah, was the economics, uh, was the economy and stuff shift so drastically? None of us had fucking, basically none of us had programming computer skills. And that was going to be the best way for young people to make money early. And high schools were so far fucking behind. Even a great, great high school. How many of those kids were going to go on and be programmers or... You know, even just not even just uh, programmers, but database research stuff, working with computers, not not a lot, basically none still. And I'm talking about the best of the best high schools that have all the funding, all the programs. It just it it's so new, it's not pushed as much. Now it's becoming more mainline, mainlined and and and, and uh, mainstream. 
but I think what I think there's a multitude of things that hurt millennials. I really do believe millennials care. Over 50% of millennials really give a fuck about shit that goes on. They really do. Doesn't mean they always have the facts or understand everything, but they just go, okay, there's some fucked up shit here. Like this wealth income equality stuff. I think younger people, when they were starting to find out about property taxes and how that funds schools, it was like, what? How is that even possible? Um, you know, I think younger people starting to hear about certain redistricting, redistricting, re, ugh, redistricting um, type of things as far as, yes, voting and whatnot, but what I'm more leaning towards is for funds and whatnot, things like that. I think. I think it was affecting our psyche to be like, this is so wrong and we have to stop this now. Like now it has to be done. And that's just not how things work, unfortunately. What was beautiful about our generation and what I think is going to come out of our generation, and it's not going to be blasted everywhere and it's still maybe less than 10% or 5%, but it still ends up being a still a good amount of people. And maybe it's more. I, I, can't, I can't have all the answers to or even a speculation of because I just don't know. A lot of us millennials are going to inherit money from our parents. You know, I think a lot of us are going to get a house and a lot of us are going to fucking sell them and continue to live the life we want. You know, it's, it's, and I, by a lot of us, I don't mean every single fucking person, but you know the story I'm painting. There's enough people from the generation before us who got to the middle, upper middle class. That's going to be millions of people still. And I think there's a shift in the culture and whatnot where that money will be used in different ways to at least even live a better, more fruitful, stress-free life and through quantum physics and things like that, liberating that stress within people and just living a more connected, peaceful, mindful, thoughtful, conscious life. And that doesn't mean not drugs and having fun and getting fun. It doesn't mean any of that, but it just means thinking about your life more. That sends ripples through this uh, space-time continuum. And I just... I have a lot of hope for that and I think a lot of people are going through like an alchemy type of thing to where it's very spiritual it's just I think maybe they don't even necessarily know what's going but so many I do still and then these next generations are really sensitive to a lot of this stuff but it's it forced millennials to feel a lot very early in life to where I think, you know, I don't want to say a lot, but I think there's enough millennials and people out there who will, will have felt a crazy wide range, wide range and variety of emotions from 20 to 30 that still a shit ton of people on this planet will never really feel in their whole life. And that, that out of that chaos can come order and correction and stabilization. Because you can't have one without the other. And real chaos... I didn't used to want to believe in a lot of these certain things, but how do you, if you haven't really beat the shit out of yourself mentally, phys, not necessarily physically, but just kind of railed yourself around, made a few mistakes in life, you know, uh, maybe not thought things as well through, not because you were lazy and didn't want to do good, just because you were misinstructed and you were going to conquer the world in, in you know, five months and nobody could stop you. I just beating yourself around you can come through it and go okay i can still hold on to certain values and whatnot and if and the here's the here i guess is the the caveat of it if i'm saying that right you have to be able to come out the other side of it though if you have to finish that process of alchemization i'll say 
to where things really crystalline, crystalline, crystal, I think it's crystalline in your body, these experiences, these emotions to where you can have a higher truth and a higher perception that you can walk this plane with. But you have to, if I needed help, I just asked, hey, I'm a little short on rent. I need rent. And my parents were always there for me. Um, hey, I, I mean, I had so many fucked up things happen to me these first three and a half years in Colorado. I'll say three years for sure. It got pretty a lot better after that. But weird sicknesses. My body was fucked up. I was super stressed. And there was just times where I got myself in these binds. But I pushed through. And now you have a, now I've become a very stable, strong person. I'm not, or barely, I don't, I barely use fucking like ordering apps. Um, I'm getting great sleep, no caffeine, no sugar, no alcohol. I live a vibrant, exciting life. I know how to conquer any dragon that pretty much comes up in my day. I can conquer calmly. I had a guy yelling at me Friday. Yeah, this is fucking bullshit. But I, I just sat, I, I didn't feel anything. I'm so past you have to leave the the world in the rear view doesn't mean you forget about the issues the problem you have to know how to handle certain things that a lot of people in these old paradigms and in, in the old world because the, there's multiple and i don't even mean each person's reality there's literally you know you got a group of people living in this reality and they understand this and they understand these people understand this they live more like that but you know i'm not saying i don't want to do a good job like at my maintenance job but at the end of the day, us stripping the earth of all its minerals and having these con these dirty wars, dirty conflict wars and all the like I some resident being mad because they don't like the way the trim looks just a little bit, I don't give a fuck because I know I try to do a good job, I do my best, and that that's what it is. You know, I'm not saying if the trim was fucking really fucked i'm just saying people get really picky about stupid shit i don't care they could yell at me or they can threaten to call my boss and i'm gonna get you fired or i'm gonna write a better review or my supervisors can't touch me they know they can't touch me they know they can't see me because at the end of the day i don't give a fuck this is not that important there's a difference between understanding that and then being lazy and doing a shitty job at work which i don't fucking do and i don't condone because if you're going to come home and try to like do a podcast or write or become even a really awesome video game player, or you're just going to read a bunch of books after work, whatever your, your thing's going to be, good luck. Because you have to spend, depending on what your job is, 8 to 12 hours at work, let's say, maybe more than 12, maybe less than 8, but my point is, then you're going to try to go home and turn it on? Good luck. You know, and that's where, you know, I don't care if bosses and shit aren't on time. And being on time to work isn't like necessarily a huge thing to me. I guess it's more of when you show up, you know, and I'm not talking being two hours late every day. I'm, you know, some, I had a great, I've had great bosses who were always 15 minutes late. They showed up, they worked, they got it done. Now it affected, I think, I believe that stuff still starts to leak into other areas of your life. Maybe you can manage it at work, but if you're 15 minutes late every day, to work that's fine because maybe you're still able to do your job good and you're happy and it doesn't affect your mood or it doesn't do anything shitty with work but then when it may affect your intimacy with your wife because all those little things man can show they can be early signs of just um you know no ambition and i'm not saying you got to be a millionaire ambition type of thing i'm just saying like 
lack of creativity, lack of joy, lack of happiness, just being 15 minutes late could really subconsciously be painting a bigger picture for your life. And that's what I mean when I say these things start to seep. Yes, I studied uh, social in college and then I, I just naturally am good at that. So I, I just, I know that's how these things, things like that work. Um, you know, you may say, oh, I make 60 grand, 70 grand, 80, 90, 100 grand. I've done it. I have this. But when you're 15 minutes late every day, yes, maybe you've done great with work. But how is your family relationships? How are relationships with strangers? How well is your patience? Because are you 15 minutes late every day because you're rushing up? You know, you wake up late, your sleep cycle's all fucked up. And even though you can still be a pretty solid dude in person or woman, you know, you can't get any real routine. You can't really necessarily get any real grasp on anything, I don't think, you know. Now, if that really fully becomes your routine, then maybe. I'm just saying people who tend to do, you know, overeat or always spend their money at lunch, let's say, or this or that, I think they can just be signs of anxiety, um, not as much trust or faith in yourself or even the world, or you, maybe you haven't healed certain things to where it's forcing you to, you never, I think this, like, you know, I can't buy lunch and I still do a bunch, but my point is, is I think it's way bigger than saving money. It's a discipline. It's a mindset. If you can literally bring your lunch to work every day, yes, you're going to save a shit ton of money, but what else then can that, maybe you start jogging more consistently. Maybe you're just friendly or maybe you start to understand and see, oh, there's a whole world out there. And my, you know, it just blows my mind that people make a good, they'll be double income. I've heard this term before, dinks, when I was real young from a, uh, someone from my village. I've come from a village and that's no bullshit. And I think that plays another important aspect in the world. Yes, it's a modern but like my town, town was not a town. It was a village of Orpherville because that's how small it was. And sometimes I forget, you know, yeah, because it wasn't a village as far as, um, you know, Indians and then early European settlers and that type of thing, you know, Mesoamericans living in those type of villages and, and things like that. The modern day village, it's still, you know, a closer tight knit community. I wouldn't say tight knit. Everybody just knows people and they know they can know people's business sometimes yeah but i wouldn't say it's like tight knit you just everybody knows each other you know you might go to high school with some kid when you go to high school in denver and never even see somebody and then, and then meet him 10 years later well i went to denver south and we're like oh i went to denver south yeah and they were in the same grade and you might even have classes with the sons of bitches you might not know them you probably don't know them you know, there's fucking 4,500 kids in your school. I had 350 kids in my school. 400, like, on a high year. But anyway, um, I was rambling. But I want to come back to the sacrifice thing. You know, getting up, doing that hike. I don't want to be back in my village. It's funny to say it like that, but that's a fucking village. I don't want to be back, though, where I come from. These time... Uh, you're, not because I don't like certain people, so that, but I just, you have to, uh, it's not going to really do anything. Family misses you. It's cool for, like, it's cool even maybe for a couple hours that you're back and they're, oh, what are you doing out there? And people got questions about weed all the time and my lifestyle and just the world because they know I, you know, I've experienced, I've lived in 
three states in the Midwest and one in the uh, motherfucking, I've lived in the Southwest now in Colorado. And honestly, for most people, they don't, they live in one state most of their whole life. And even though those other three were the Midwest, it's still, you move, you meet different people. People in Illinois are different than people in Wisconsin. Yes, there are similarities, don't get me wrong, but towns vary, towns different, differ. Um, you know, when I was in Cedar Rapids, it was still, it's not a huge city, but it's a bigger city. There's more money and it's just, people are different. It is what it is. And when I was in Cedar Rapids, I was fortunate enough to be going to a very nice liberal arts school. And then I had a girl from my junior college whose family was pretty well off where I got to stay at their house a lot and go to their grandma's house a lot who lived in a very nice area. So it, it's just different. You know, you get to experience, I got people bringing me food and it's just, you know, I've had a good life in certain ways. I've been through a lot and I've suffered a lot and went through a lot of pain. Not that other people don't. I'm not here to say they don't. It's just as much as I've been maybe sometimes treated like a prince in certain situations, whether I was at when I was in junior college and girls would, I wouldn't even ask them to do stuff and they would do it. So I wasn't using them or anything. But like if sometimes it's like, oh, hey, can I use your car real quick for, and I was responsible and I wasn't like, and they could trust me. So it wasn't like certain guys who, and, they, and these guys aren't bad guys who do stuff like this. It's survival instinct for them. They're like, I don't have anybody out here. I don't have much back home. You look like you, you kind of like me and you look like you're somewhat come from money. So they're not going to, yeah, well, do some guys or girls and vice versa suck off people, of course, and siphon. But you're 18, 19 year old kids. Yeah, do some know what they're doing? Of course. Do I blame them? No, I don't blame them. Uh, I hope they don't. Where it gets shitty is when they end up start stealing from the guy or girl. That's bullshit. Usually it's a guy stealing from some girl. Um, but there's reasons for all that. That can be very easy and explained. And whether it's right or wrong is not the point. It's you as an adult when you get out in the world and start learning about where people come from. You should understand that situation and go, well, I hope it gets resolved. I hope it ends peacefully and you know, some asshole father doesn't come down to this college and try to like beat this shit out of an 18 year old kid because I guarantee that shit happens and it's disgusting because they're supposed to be a grown man. Now, if he, you know, if, like held your daughter against her will or something, I can see that. But like if your daughter gave some guy the fucking keys and he ended up crashing the car and he was kind of disrespectful about like, well, I'm not fucking paying for it and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, is he being the right? Is he in the wrong? Yes, he is. He's 18, 19 fucking years. I don't care if he's 22. That's an infant as a mind. And he just spent another extended high school calling, I'm calling that college, to, they're not real human beings yet. So if you have been in the real world, let's say you even went to grad school. Well, see, that's the problem. Grad school, you said, haven't really been in the real world, so that's fine. But let's say you were a six-year person, 24, you're 30. That's six years in the real world. You should have some understanding. of. But a lot of people don't, and that's the problem. That's a fucking problem that people by 30 don't, haven't absorbed a lot. Maybe they've seen a lot. Maybe they've even read a lot, but they're not. Here's something I'm understanding more and more about embodying these things. So embodying that you understand that people come from different situations and backgrounds. You can embody that because what I mean, what I, how I, why I say you can embody that, what I mean by that is, is you can be less judgmental. You can just understand more. Yes, all these things are built in for protective measures and this and that. Guess what? 
we have to evolve. I'm not saying it's easy, and I don't expect people that run Hiroshima to be the, under like their life in the, the windows and frames, but I guarantee there are people from those area, eras as they're getting older and older and older, they are still, these things are seeping in, yes, at a slower rate because the world is different, and it will be like that for us. I think the newer generations will adapt quicker to younger generations because I think technology is binding us more in that way to where it's helping us. It is helping the younger generations understand these type of things more. So when we're 50, we just might not be like, well, blah, blah, blah. We'll just go, oh, okay, I just need to research because I, we just might be a little more conscious when it comes to that stuff. You might remember, oh, I remember at 20, at 30, and now I just know, like I can literally see people being in the future being like, oh, I'm 50 now, I have to remember I'm 50. And instead of judging or this and that, I just need to research about like what's going on with the youth these days and what how they feel and blah, blah, blah. That's that's the positive way to look at it. And that's that's the hope that, you know, and I, and I sound very optimistic when I talk about this and, and I am optimistic about the world, but I'm not naive. I know a lot of people aren't going to do that shit. But it's possible. And I think it's just important for me to speak it out into the universe because these things do ripple. And that idea, I have a lot of, I do really believe a lot of good, well thought out ideas doesn't mean they're always right or that they're going to, they would work or that they even necessarily make sense to, you know, what I mean is that I'm not saying that these things are going to, my ideas alone will do X, Y, Z, but they could do a lot. And that's just because for the last 10 years I've been in my head dissecting and absorbing and trying to understand and you know we can shit on college and stuff all we want being in college still gave me time to yeah when i was in school i was as i the, as i stayed in college the older i got the more i paid attention for sure but what happened too is i was just reading so much shit on my phone so what college gave me the ability to do was for all those years i was at school and didn't have to didn't have the stress of bills and all these things i got to yeah it got nuts sometimes with practice and class and I had a job um, twice in college. I think I had a job when I was a, when I was 21, I had a job in college. Then when I went to Mount Mercy, let me think I had, maybe I had a job when I was 21 and, 20, and the point is, is it still gave me a lot of time. You know, I come home now and, um, you know, I got to get ready for work and it's just a different thing different responsibilities now with more bills and whatnot. But my, my point is, is I got a lot of time to come home at six o'clock and I shouldn't say a bunch. It still was more for than like probably the average person was doing and kid even in college. Cause I would go in my room and read on my phone and read, 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 read. And a lot of kids in college aren't reading when they're not at school. So that's what I mean by that. But I, so my point I'm, I'm going to, I'm trying to make this sound to, Trying to make this make sense more than it needs to. I still spent a lot of time because I didn't have certain responsibilities for from 18 to 24 where I got to read a lot and be in my head a lot and not, you know, I wasn't a carpentry apprentice at 18. I was fucking smoking weed, playing basketball, and trying to bang girls. And and, and then when I was a 19-year-old, first year, second semester, college, because I turned 19 second semester or right before second semester. Um, I was introduced to the Illuminati and that's where my world started to turn. Not so much there, but that, that definitely played a part into it. You know, every athlete, every rapper, this, that, blah, 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 blah. 
you know, I think back on that stuff, it still is very interesting to, you know, you look at, like, LeBron's numbers, 23, 2 times 3 6. You can read, look up the stuff, not even just numerology and things like that, which I believe in, I believe in all of that stuff, but if you just look up at how supposedly this universe is made, it's all fractional and numbers and all these patterns and things like that. Those are very powerful numbers, right? So it does get weird when you look at, like, Kobe Bryant, 24, 8, you know, but why do you go to 8 to 24? And it's always like a main guy. Uh, you look at LeBron, 23 and 6. Michael Jordan, 23. He's got the tongue thing. Uh, my point, though, with a lot of that stuff is it doesn't mean that these people even necessarily know or understand those things. This is just what I like to call sometimes, you know, I, I do believe there's a higher power. But also I think there's possibly like this algorithm thing, right? And it, through... Through selective mating, which we do, all do, even if the genetics and stuff aren't the higher end, it's still, you know, quote-unquote, and I'm not mean to be disrespectful, but uglier or not as aesthetically pleasing, aesthetically pleasing people still have, they still have mate selection. They just, you know, they, the choices might not be huge, but they're like, well, mentally this one over this, whatever, you know, if you're a more angry person, you may want a more angry person. My point is, is through the randomness of the universe, if you want to call it randomness, it's, I don't necessarily believe it's fucking random uh, at all. But anyway, you get someone like a Michael Jordan who does this tongue thing, he's, which is like the, you know, the one indie god, I forget her name, but she sticks her tongue out. She's like a destroyer or a creator of worlds or a little bit of both. I don't fully remember. My point is it's kind of cool just to see how life can manifest these things. They manifest a Michael Jordan who does something like that and these number things. Now, there is some trippy stuff though when you do watch music videos of like, let's just say Ariana Grande. And whether or not, you know, she's in the quote-unquote Illuminati, I think it's pretty obvious and I feel confident saying that, you know, these record labels are tied into who knows what people with a lot of money and they, you know, they want to use celebrities to influence the youth and stuff to make people be consumers and make girls feel that they need to do this and met boys and met it's it you know i'm not going to get crazy into that right now in this episode but that stuff is that's not even conspiracy or hard to, that's just what people do it's a good business tactic but what's what i'm saying is what gets creepy is when you do look at these music videos and stuff sometimes there's just very weird things sometimes i don't like to say demonic because I don't think we like the pendants and things like that. If you look at certain literature, those things are like protection and whatnot too. So it's all how it's being twisted and how it's being used for anyway. But I do find it interesting when you see, you'll see a lot of checkered stuff in, in music videos and there, there's something there. I would say for sure. I think we, I think what happens to people is they get to my age, they've read and seen a lot and they just go, yeah, well, you know, I probably know there's, there's probably something there that, and it probably does have, I shouldn't say probably, I'm going to say hundred percent. Basically, I believe, I believe is what I mean that, that, you know, when they, they can put certain stuff in the, in, in these movie videos, it plants things into your subconscious, not just the lyrics. I'm talking about images and stuff like that. It, it probably plants stuff in your subconscious mind to make you, you know, maybe take a little faster be a little more self-conscious. Oh, who knows what it, it it's programming. It does everything's programming. So you don't have that's where you have to start to reverse the matrix and help it work for you. Not to manipulate it in a 
hasty, malicious way so that like Dr. Jordan Peterson would say it, it, it produces you good. Just knowing like if someone's yelling at you and freaking out, you don't need to take offense to it or even care. You just, sorry, you feel that way. Um, you, you talk to management or, you know, I am the supervisor of this and I'm sorry you feel that way. If you'd like to, we can figure out the next steps in this process. Um, whenever you're ready to do that, you can you can call with the office and we can set up a meeting and we can go from there. Like a, a something like that versus you freaking out. And I don't even mean yelling freak, but you'd be even being like, sir, ma'am, what I need you to do is calm down. Just, no, you don't, don't fucking waste your time with shit like that become you tell them how it's going to happen and if they continue if they push back at that and say well i'm not going to do that or you guys can call me and figure it out and you can tell me how you're going to fix it I'm, you can say you could repeat how you think you need to handle it. it's like unfortunately i'm gonna you know i can't but maybe we can do that I'll, I'll talk to the manager but i'm just gonna let you know it wouldn't be a bad idea to this if i'll take your unit number down i'll take this and maybe you know we can reach out to you down the road but then you and then but you tell them how that's going to go you don't try to start saying oh how would you like it and this and that you just kind of say okay blah 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 blah, blah and then you move on you don't because you, you can people are just they're always trying to grab for power and every fucking and there doesn't need nobody has to have power like i've noticed it with certain managers and stuff where They'll be talking. I'll say something. They feel like they have to say something. And then I'll say something just to be like part again. You know, so I, I said something or they said or I said something. They said something that I'm going to respond again. But then they feel like they have to say something again to like get the last word in every time. Or it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Everybody's always doing these little power struggles things. The real power lies within, I realize with some managers it's almost better it's unless I really have to say something because they need to know the information or it's a safety thing or you really you want to give them you know yes I'm glad you do it this way blank Todd or Shelly I'm glad you do handle yourself and that's cool be that or that's I'm I'm grateful or I'm glad and I'm it's not kissing ass you're just trying to give a compliment but just understand once you give that compliment they may always have to say something after that and then you may just want to give them even more props because you're just trying to have a conversation. They just want to respond and say the last thing. So yeah, I'm learning to just walk away and because I've had this, I've had this happen. I'll be talking to somebody then it gets to a point then they kind of stand up and like, they're going to like walk and go get coffee. And I'll still be trying to like say something to them that I think is good for the conversation. And they'll say something like, Oh, my next stiff. Cause they don't care anymore. It was never about, an actual back and forth conversation that can benefit both. It's more of just, you know, what happens too is when people can tell you're not kissing their ass, they actually just want you to shut up, even if you're still saying good things, because they can tell you're just being a genuine, honest human, having an interaction, and they don't even like, they don't like it. They want you to feel like you need them, and we all need each other. So, you know, I know I balance, but that's what I, that's how my personality in an open frame like this, it, it, I'm realizing too that I just hope that it, at least it's there. It's I know it's therapeutic for me. I feel much better when I can just ramble and get truth out because I really do believe after doing this and I mean being in my head for so long, 
that, and, and going through, you know, I, I, I was listening to Rogan's podcast and he had Willie D on there and he, he had this phrase about baptism through fire. I had baptism through fire for sure. And a lot of us do in the real world. It's just, do you come out? What I'm noticing is, is it's supposed to, baptism supposed to end, bro or sister girl. It's supposed to end. Yes, there's always a new baptism because you're going to learn new things, but you're supposed to, how do I better socially move through this world and not compromise my morals? And you can do it if you're fucking paying attention, but so many people, and I don't even mean that, they get stuck in their pain. Uh, bad relationships, parents, bad coworkers, whatever. You know, that's basically the main things for everybody though, right? Bad coworkers, bad friendships, bad relationships. Uh, that's, that's, those are the big ones, you know, high school things, college things, whatever things, you know, I know the world can get to us too, but you have to figure it out and then you can move through it much easier and you don't have to compromise your morals and you don't have to you just, what I think a lot of what's happening too is, is people are just done. Like, I think older generations were somewhat default better at this because I'm not going to say it's hard to, how do I want to say this? They kept going and maybe they arrived at some conclusions way too soon that are not necessarily even anywhere near the truth, but they just kind of became adults in ways to where like they, they may not be socially that well read and they may not, but they, they understood at least like, well, I got to go to work every day. And I can't really expect people to give a shit about me, and that's fine. I'm going to at least try to be an averagely nice person, so kind of still a shithead, but somewhat nice. I'm definitely not blowing the doors off when it comes to morale, but they just they somewhat get it. I feel like nowadays, and, it's just, and I shouldn't say this though, it's just what's portrayed in the media and what is, that's basically it, the picture that's painted, because I can't speak for all the young people. I'm a young person, so I'm 20, going to be, well, I'm basically 29. I'll be 29 in a month. They, from what I'm hearing from other generations in the media is that us, the millennials and these younger generations don't, you know, we kind of give up on life almost very early in, in certain ways. And I don't, that's part of being adult and growing and understanding how to get to your dream job or deal with people you don't that you work with that you may not like their attitude but that's just all part of the game and, and, and the i don't like to, i don't mean the game of life because i don't think life's a game but that's part of that work game and it's still not really a game because you are fucking with people's life so i look at it two ways too i think younger people notice that stuff really early now and they just don't want to put up with it because a lot of the times it leads to us these are people having to waste their life dealing with stupid shit, maybe for unnecessary amount of times. But where I have a correction for that and rebuttal and a double advocate, even my own thoughts is, is that's where you have to learn to, if you need to be somewhere, maybe you just need to be there. It's, it's hard when you're first starting an industry because it's nice to at least work for a year, probably even two. But nowadays working somewhere a year and getting experience and moving on, as long as you're a good interviewer, you can show up to work on, here's the thing, if you can do all the small shit right, show up to work on time, have an average attitude, and, and have enough skills, because you're going to always have to learn, you know, certain, you may be in the same industry, they may do stuff different, and then there's just going to be skills you still don't have within an industry that you need people who have more experience to teach you, I get that, but 
where my devil's advocate to that whole thing is you have to learn to keep yourself moving. And I, I, so I guess what I, I don't know is I hope there's not as much quit in millennials and Gen Z's and stuff that I, that's being portrayed. There's definitely not socially and things like that. That's for sure. I believe that a hundred percent socially we're so far advanced not that we're getting it right on all levels i still don't think that most millennials and gen z's are like want socialism i think that's just pushed by if we're supposed to be smarter and more evolved we need to understand that that stuff works what happens is is people who always think they're right and think they're going to save the world tomorrow they scream and yell and they get all the they get all the attention. They do drastic things. They make these big explosions that are just it's just noise. None of it sticks, none of it lasts. Here's what you can learn about the world too. Not that everything's perfect now. Truth will always uphold. And successful people, for the most part, don't get me wrong, there's some people who are well off and happy and they've been really scummy and shitty, and they just they're they're not even empty inside. That's just how that's the fuel they run on, and they have no problem running on that fuel. That's still not that many people because for most people that's going to corrode you and kill you early. Some people can't live like that. That's just that they, you know, that's going to be. But my point is, is um, truth always will prevail. It, it will. And I'm getting, you know, I was watching this fucking thing on Obama today. What did well, what did Obama really do for black people? And he's just like all the others, and they're all like this. They're all like this. Now, if he said, if what he said is true, this is very important. His administration was able to change like the, the sentencing mandates for let like, I don't know for sure, but let's say it was for nonviolent crimes and then low drug offenses like marijuana. They got like the sentences, the lengths of these sentences shortened. You don't even hear about that. I didn't even know about that. I have been um, victim to my own ego and. Um, I don't think I've never really been narcissistic things, but just to where I've gotten on that wagon where, oh, they're all the same and, you know, black people voted for him or they vote for a progressive and they didn't really progress. We don't, unless you are entrenched in that world, and I don't mean even follow it like on Fox and shit, you need to get to websites that are telling you um, what laws and bills are coming to the floor and stuff and getting going to the Senate and all that type of stuff, getting... House, I think it has to come to the floor. The House of Representatives vote on it. That has to get, you know, I think the final vote is my point is, is the Senate. I may not be right on that. My point is, is there's levels to that shit. And there's levels to actually understanding to where you can say, well, drone strikes went up when Obama was in administration. Well, drone strikes just were, we were using, we, the, the government, the military, the military industrial complex, the government, the, uh, the attorney general, however you want to fucking say it, they were just using that type of weaponry more often from what I've heard and seen. As I, Here's the thing. If you continue to stay involved, continue to watch videos, I'm not saying maybe as much as you used to. Maybe you do slow down, but you continue. The universe is going to present things to you that like I can take that one little thing, hearing that Obama's administration got these mandates for these sentencings sentences shorter i can then instead of knee jerking every time about a politician i can go well actually you know we don't really know what you know blah 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 did in office you might it may seem like they didn't do anything get anything passed but really 
Bill 144, Section A, Slash B, now states that if blah, 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 then blah, 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 and it turns out to be a good thing. We just don't know because we want it to be easy. We want it to be, oh, the military industrial complex is down. According to Obama, when his administration was in, um, prison population shrank. So this is just an interview I just saw recently with Charlie Mann. I don't know if the interview was recent, but the clip it was a recent clip I had personally seen. So my point is, is you can apply very small bits of knowledge to your widespread personality and, 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 and worldview of understanding, okay, so what really happens when, you know, blah, 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 Joe Schmo says they're going to do this. Okay, what really happened? Did anything come from it? You know, were there changes with healthcare? Were there changes with prison systems? Are, is there actually more money for you know public school? Whatever it is, we you, you need to go really look, me included, because you spouting off at the mouth every five seconds about how bad of a job everybody's done, and they've maybe actually done some good, doesn't help anybody. So just. If you're on the path of knowledge and understanding, just don't stop. But you don't have to be running. You know, I used to try to run through 6,000 walls with my arguments and not my arguments, my perspective. Because here's what I think will free you to, and it freed me. It's very easy now for me just to be like, look, this is how I look at this and view it. And I don't need you to believe in it. I don't need you to agree with it. But I'm open to you then having a rebuttal. And then I'll just, I'll think about your rebuttal and go, okay. Or, you know, then you could be like, oh, I've thought about that way. I still don't think that. Or I can go, oh, that's a new way. Let me take that home with me. And that's now what happens is to me a lot is someone will say something. I may not remember it for eight months. That's what that's how powerful our brain is. But it gets stored in there. Then you'll be walking. You'll be getting a cheeseburger or something. I'm a vegan. It's not that I can't get cheeseburgers. They're just vegan ones. But anyway, you're getting some food and something clicks that off. And then you connect the dots and then boom, you've. Fucking expanded your knowledge and understanding even more. So you may think, you know, you don't need to hear more perspectives. And you may think, well, this doesn't matter. I'm not going to remember, blah, blah, blah. Our brain is creepy awesome to where it does. It's amazing. Our brain's amazing. So just think if we weren't pilled out and depressed and we got out and see, this is what I mean, though, too. Yes, we're not roaming the fields and gardening more and, and hunting and you know, tilling the land more and just living off of it and, and roaming hills and picking vegetables and moving with herds of animals and all that type of stuff and moving with the climate, moving with the time of year. I get we're not doing that. But if if it can just become cool for like computer programmers and creative people to get healthy and in shape, I think it's going to not that I think creative people are probably more like well depends on what kind like a dancer, right? They're probably gonna be pretty healthy. Now a creative that sits in as a computer programmer, stereotypically, they're not as active, you know, but I want all that to change. I, I want, and I'm a nerd, I, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, The Incredibles, The Avengers. Um, I don't mind anime. I never really watch it, but I think it's cool. The only anime I watched was like, uh, Marvel stuff on, on Netflix and things like that. But my point is, is, is you don't have to just be one thing. You know, I, 
I play video games, so that's nerdy, you know. Um, girls like smart guys, guys. So for the muscle heads who are still stuck in this whole, oh, I just fuck pussy and protein shakes and I got stinky farts all the time and, you know, nerds and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's crap. And then for the nerds, quote-unquote nerds, who are like, oh, I don't need to lift weights and be healthy, these stupid fucking muscle heads. You're both idiots. And you both think you're, you know, especially the nerds, I'm going to go out on a limb here and just still like, because, you know, computer guys are usually pretty fucking smart. They usually read more and they they watch more. They take in more content. I'm not saying that their perspectives and stuff are always 100% on, but they're intellectually probably a little more well-rounded than your stereotypical meathead. But if that nerd got healthy and exercised and maybe had a little more joy in their life and, and got outside their comfort zones, got outside comic books and anime and video games, and the meathead maybe watched some anime, got into some video games, maybe read some comic books, and then you, you'll become a fucking real man that's well-rounded and sensible and sensitive and makes money, fucks good, emotionally available isn't afraid, you know, I, I, at my last job, I was always talking to the, the gay guy I worked with and then Rebecca, we were always talking about how I'd pull up these TikTok kids and they were all hopefully over 18. I'm not saying that the ones that were really young, I'm not saying I was like, Oh, I'm like, okay, that person's like 13. But like for the kids who there's some 16 year old dudes on those things who looked up like 21 year old guys. I'd be like, gosh, it's a handsome looking fucking guy. You'd be comfortable with your fucking sexuality and become a real fucking man, you know? I swing hammers and shit for a living, and I say shit like that, like, because that's how you swing your hammer better, believe it or not, and that's how you'll be better at your electrical work. When your mind is more flexible and limber and free, it, it, bro, it shows up in areas of your life where you, you're like, wow, I just, everything becomes easier. All of that stuff goes in to, you know, what your job is. So if, trust me, if you are sitting at a desk all day writing code 12 hours a day, you want to get some exercise. It's going to make you a better coder. It, it is. It just is. And I, th I think there's a con there's possibly a connection with, with all of it too. If you exercise more, if you read more, if you en engage in quote unquote nerdy things, video games, and, and you know some some pop culture, whatever your or whatever subgenre genre you want to get into, anime, superheroes. You know, you're maybe you're more of like a Games of Thrones type of thing. My point is, is all that stuff can help you continue to move forward in your life. And, you know, we all want to make more money or at least get to a point that sustains a good lifestyle. That's how that stuff will happen quicker for you. You're just, you're always doing new things. You're more likely to move ahead in your job and career or make a change when you need to at the right time. Um, if you're engaged in, in more things that are also pushing you forward, it all goes together. Because if you're, if you're, if you make 60 grand as a computer programmer and you just continue to stay in your video games and your dark hole and the world's this and that, you you may sit at some fucking place and program for five years. You could have left after two and maybe you don't want a bunch of responsibility in your life for work and I understand that and I get it. I don't want much either, but there's not many tiers. Like I'm a tech three at this company, so there's other tiers of tech, so that's, that's where... Um, you know, it's kind of bullshit. You know, I'm sure there's young guys there that know more than I do in certain areas. So it is what it is. But um, 
my point, so that you know, I have a little more responsibility than maybe a guy who they don't expect to know as much. Well, I for sure, for sure that. But my point is, I know my buddy's a programmer, and there was a bunch of tiers. You know, he could get bumped up a tier from 60 to 85 and not have that much more responsibility. You know, so maybe that's just the push you need, and your life's a little easier. Maybe that gives you the opportunity to do a little more, or save a little more, and then travel, or, or who knows. But I encourage everybody to do get into everything, or at least, not everything, but, okay, again, for me, and I know I'm a little odd duck when it comes to this, this is just, I know I used to, you know, I wanted to always be respectful, and, but I'm definitely different than a lot of people, because I do have a wide variety of interests, I'm comfortable in my own skin, I, I don't, I, I want people to like, I don't, I want people to like me and be cordial with them, but I don't care if they like me or not, so, if they don't, it does. I'm not. I don't go out of my way to go. I gotta make. I'm gonna make that person feel more comfortable with me, and they're gonna like me eventually. Cause, and I'll if I have to kiss their ass, I will. That's fuck you. Get on. Cause I know I'm a nice person. I know I want them to achieve just as much, if not more, than me. Because who fucking gives a fuck? And uh, you know, a lot of people don't have that mindset, and a lot of people don't go from Lord of the Rings to even though I'm a vegan and all these things like. I don't not like hunting. I don't sit and watch hunting videos. That's a bad example, but I'm, I, I've seen have some stuff. But like, I'll watch NASCAR shit. I don't even watch NASCAR. But if I find some stuff online, I'll I'll stroll or I'll watch like the dirt tracks, you know, um, or like that kind of F1 racing, but rally racing. I think that's more of what I'm looking for. Then I'll hop over and I'll be watching Avengers. Then I'm doing Avengers and yoga probably or coincide more, but you know, I'll be doing Avengers. And then I'm reading, um, then I'm looking at girls' big butts on Instagram. And then from big butts, I'm going to, um, let's see, something that is kind of the opposite. Um, I guess just more nerd stuff, video games, but that's not, that's a bad example. Because I was going to say like Avengers to yoga, but that kind of could would coincide more than yoga to like deer hunting. But, you know, yeah, um, into everything. You know, st uh, I guess a better example would be like yoga, but then I'm interested in stocks. And that's usually, yeah, you find those guys who I'm sure in New York who are fucking studs who make a shit ton of money. And then they, they find out they're like, okay, I need a better way to manage my mind and stress and not cocaine and not strippers and not booze. And they live in New York City and they're exposed to everything there, basically. You know, guys probably got a dope ass fucking one bedroom awesome lofts and some huge skyscraper who's a yoga phenom you know really takes care of his body I, I create these characters in my mind but i know that's a real guy out there i'm not saying he's common on wall street trust me i'm not saying that guy's but they're out there you know uh so yeah you know stocks yoga avengers lord of the rings harry potter uh, you know, a movie like uh, Good Times or Uncut Gems, and then I, I watch Employee of the Month, or I'll watch, you know, uh, uh, um, a Daniel Day-Lewis movie like um, There Will Be Blood. But I'm thinking about the, the threading one, Phantom Thread. You know, I, I like, you know, the Lighthouse movie with Pattison, but then I'm watching Too Fast, Too Furious. You know, I'm watching Dark Knight, but then I'm um crying of some love story you know i i don't have a great example right now but i i'm crying watching some movie that's romantic you know it's you know i run i'm running and then i go hike which those you know that's those are some of those are bad examples but my point is is 
uh, you know, I, I watch video game clips, you know, let's scroll through my Instagram thing real quick so I can maybe try to find a couple better examples. You know, football to um, poems, you know, to uh, more creative. Football is creative, but, you know, more uh, delicate intricacies of creation, you know, whether that's speech or a good example, watching football, then watching Dr. Peterson talk about whatever, uh, Ben Shapiro. And I don't agree with everything Shapiro says, or Peterson, I think people just attack him because I think they... I, I read some goofy stuff on him, and I haven't read all of his books, and I haven't watched all of his videos, but like calling him a white supremacist and him being transphobic and stuff, I think it just starts to get weird out here. Here's my best example with that trans stuff too, like the transitioning and all those things. I wouldn't, I don't encourage any stupid fucking father to give his son steroids at 13, so I don't encourage any quote-unquote yuppie progressive Living in the, I'm painting a very stereotypical picture here of some mom who wants to be cool, who lives in the art district in Denver or LA or New York or wherever and has to be progressive in their kid. What are we doing? If you can't take my example and understand that, you don't care. You don't care. You just want to be cool and progressive and be on the quote unquote right side. And I don't understand. And that kid's 13 and they know. And I didn't barely know who I was until a couple years ago when things fully set in because I want to listen to reggae and I want to listen to Brooks and Dunn. It, we are complicated. And if you can't get away from all the noise and figure out and be comfortable with being able to listen to Brooks and Dunn, but then listen to fucking NLE Choppa or YSN Flow, like you have to, before you want to start talking about the world, you better get a good grasp on yourself. And if you think it's okay to give steroids to young people, whether it's going to be sports or because they're going to transition, you're out of your fucking mind. That should be a perfect example for people when it blows my nuts. Here's another example of the shit that blows my nuts. Have white people benefited from the current system? Of course. Have black people and brown people been discriminated against? Of course. I'm sure Asians and other cultures have, or I know that Asians have for sure too. You don't hear about it as much because one, they don't make as big of a stink about it. And that's fine. doesn't mean it's right or wrong. You know, Italians when they first came over were the quote unquote niggers of the you know sixties and what that's just what it is. You know, I'm before you freak out and try to whatever and ban this thing before it even starts. I'm Native American, I'm African American, I'm Caucasian. Like I am such a mutt, you can go fuck yourself. And I'm not talking like I'm five I'm literally twenty percent fucking like Irish and British, but then for you know, I got forty six point five percent sub African sub Saharan African, and there's all the countries there, and then I have Creole and fucking Blackfoot, it don't even show up on my test because I don't think a lot of Native Americans are spitting into tubes and sending it to these fucking countries. Oh, I don't know, maybe because all my ancestors were fucking killed. Not all of them, obviously. I have a wide variety of ancestors I come from, which I think creates a very different human. I, I could jump over into that. I think as humans continue to interbreed and whatnot, we're going to see just advanced humans, higher consciousness humans, humans who... They're more modern, but we can still take, we just go, oh yeah, it makes sense to exercise. So we do it and like get in nature. We don't, we're not all going to be farmers, but we just, I just think over time, a modern human is going to, I think we freak out. Everybody's going to be teched out and whatnot. And yes, you're going to have all that too. Don't get me wrong. But 
I just think the consciousness of people is highly changing. Well, that's, it's not, that's, is happening. I mean, my dad and mom will say stuff sometimes too, where I'm like, oh, there's a little seed in there. It's barely cracked its shell, but it's, and they're going to die before a lot of certain things, but they still got a lot of time to live too, to where them by 70, 80, depending on how long they live, they could be like, oh, I realized most of the shit I believe my whole life was bullshit, you know, and that's just how it goes. That could have been us. So that's why you have to, but anyway, unplugging from people to really understand who, because I think if you can truly understand who you are and be comfortable in your skin, you can then start to try to dissect and break down the world more. I don't care how much psych, um, how many psych courses you've taken, how many social courses you've taken, how many political science and all, you know, you know, psych 101 and whatever the classes are, you know, if you don't understand yourself, you know, don't get me wrong, if you, you're having fucking masters or you're well-educated on certain subjects. You can still understand a lot, but you will never understand it as well as you could if you don't understand yourself and not comfortable with yourself. It's just, that's just what it is. You need to know thyself. There's a reason that that's very important. Know who you are. Just, and then I think a lot of doors can open. Um, but yeah, let's not shoot kids up with, with drugs. Um, let's stop putting them on Adderall at two. And, you know, I think we can, I think I'm not anti-vax, but I don't necessarily know if they need 26 vaccines by the time they're, you know, six weeks old. And I'm not saying that's the time frame. Let's just, we could be a little smarter about, you know, we got these, the smartest people supposedly in science and tech and all this stuff. And I just don't know if it makes sense to give something that hasn't developed its immune system at all is very prone and i get it that's the argument probably right they're so prone to disease so let's shove a bunch of diseases in them how about we spread those out like 72 months you know i just it, i don't know if and that that just seems like a lot for a system to handle not a scientist not into vaccine someone probably like we can't listen to this guy what's he fucking he went to junior college never finished school he's a maintenance tech he's this i'm sorry i'm smart and have a brain and I just, this is where my life took me, has taken me at this point, but um, I just never understood that. I'm definitely going to get my kids vaccinated. I used to think about, like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. You're freaking out. You know, when you hear about the measles and all these certain things, you go, okay, well, clearly, but I, I just, I have to figure, I, I have read before there's ways to get the shots spread out, and that's how I would do it. I do not want my child, you know, because it's still a shake of the dice, you know, if that kid's that one in 1,000, your kid could have some adverse side effects. Now, just with my vast research, and I shouldn't say research, but my, I've just read a lot of articles, and I even full articles, but with my understanding of nutrition and health at a pretty good level, I think there's a lot of ways to help so if your kid gets autism or this or that we'll keep them off the fruit loops too so the red 40 and all this shit isn't fucking with their hormones stuff get them on some good food maybe some cbd maybe as they even you know maybe uh, it's hard i wouldn't say 16 or because but maybe as they get a little older closer to 25 ish let's just say like okay maybe some thc to see if this helps with whatever issue that they may or may not still have but then Maybe breathing techniques. For sure, 
I'm not putting, if my kid had autism from a vaccine or something, I'm not putting him on pills. They're going to eat a good diet. I'm going to get them out and get them active. And I'm going to make, if they, if they struggle socially, well, we're going to have to work at it then because you're going to have to learn. It's not hide from social interaction now. It's, this is going to be harder for you. But I think if, if we've, because like I was really bad at math. And I have a memory of my, my dad being like, and I'm not, I will never do or not do anything because of how I was or wasn't raised. You need to look at this shit logical when creating an entity being brought into this realm. What's good for a kid? Well, you want to make them appreciate hard work. You want to know, let them know things don't come easy. And if they, wherever their deficiencies are, they're going to have to work at them and we're going to help you. And we're going to do it though. It's not going to be Oh, you're 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 ten, you're nine to thirteen, and I'm not asking you if you want to go to the extra math teacher once a week, or even on the weekends from nine to thirteen, so that you can catch up. You, it's 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 happening. I'm not here to be your friend as much when you're younger. It's about making sure you're going to be able to survive in this hell of a world that's out here. And God bless my dad. He loved me so much that he was just. I think. I mean, don't get me wrong, he was tough on me in a lot of ways, but in the ways where he should have been harder, he wasn't. Like, I remember him being like, uh, bringing up this Sylvan learning math thing, like asking me, well, of course, I'm going to say no, because I'm embarrassed and bad at math. I don't want to feel like I'm stupid and I don't want to blah, 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 blah. Uh, you got to send the kid, you know, it, the, 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 that's not a question you ask a young person. You say, you can talk to with nine, thirteen year old as an adult though. You can and come. I just this is where my intelligence does come in though, where it's like you just tell the kid, be honest with them. Hey, this is what we think's best for you. Now I know you're probably not gonna like it. I I wouldn't like it if I was your age, and I'm but I'm sure it makes you feel a little uncomfortable, and it's probably a tough thing to deal with because you know you're you're insufficient at this. But there's no you talk to him like an adult. You don't have to feel bad. Everybody in the world, even the most successful people, aren't good at things. By doing this, this lesson that we're, you're going to learn here is you can carry this with you your whole life now. You can understand it's okay to ask for help. And as long as you're going to use that help and put in the work and, and change it and fix the problem, it's, it's, it's okay and it's worth it. Um, What's not okay is to sit around and piss a moan in the corner and piss on your leg your whole life. And that's what, there's people out there who make good enough money who still pissed on their, I don't, we have to stop connecting money and then, oh, well, they have money and, and status so they don't piss on their leg. Well, how did they get to where they're at? That's going to tell you, yeah, you could piss on your leg your whole career and have a family and have some nice, a nice car and a decent home, a pretty nice home and say even a halfway or let's just say a nice social life, a nice home, nice cars. Kids go to good schools and they go to, like, I guarantee you don't feel there's some, there'll be a piece of you missing. And that is not good for humanity. So, Scar, stop doing that. Stop. Uh, there, she's she's going to do it because it's natural. I'm just trying to focus and she's like licking her, she's just cleaning her hair, but it looks like she's licking her puss puss, but she's not. But anyway. That's what I'm saying. People don't connect these things. People don't understand that like you as a grown person surrendering to a, a kid feeling uncomfortable, your own child feeling uncomfortable about being insufficient in a thing, that tells me you have unresolved issues and you 
you felt so uncomfortable at certain times in your life that you don't want your kid to feel uncomfortable. And that uncomfortable is good. I don't mean screaming. I mean, I remember there was a time my father, clearly the school system was failing me because um, I'm not dumb by any stretch of the imagination. And once I got to, like, in high school, I could read and write papers blindfolded. And in college, I could, well, high school was a little harder because I was still young. By the time college came, I was still good at it. I could read books. I read so many books in high school, nobody would even know that because I was a, the, the good sports kid. But, um, but and I still hung out with all the cliques, quote-unquote cliques, so I was friends with everybody, so I'm not saying they painted me in that picture, but they, I was very good at sports and in the paper and shit a lot, so that's what stood out. But, you know, one, one time in, I had, like, bad grade, I hit my report card because I had whatever marks on it, and, we're going down to like this family dinner in the suburb of Chicago. My mom's side, my stepmom's side. I mean, she's who raised me. I don't call her my stepmom, but just for context of, I have two moms and she technically is my stepmom, but she raised me and call her, I just call them, I have my biological mom. I just call them both mom. I never refer, I never say, yeah, my stepmom to someone in public or anything. Oh, that's my mom. Yeah, they'll usually ask and I'll go, okay, and I'll say yes, technically. She is my stepmother. She's been around basically my whole fucking life. So it's not like she came in and I was 18 already. And, you know, we don't have much of a... But anyway. And, and I'll tell you what right now, parents and then in society and people get... Uh, kids don't give a fuck about that shit most of the time. If Yeah, there's going to be... Kids will vary in this. But by the time kids get older, they... they are my parents leaving me alone? Okay. Is, is, is the house stable? Okay. Or people seem happy. Everybody's happy. Kids don't really give a fuck. They don't like it when the mom's miserable or the dad's miserable and then one of them's on drugs or one of them's just crazy or always talking shit about the other one. That's when shit gets in it. It creates an unstable environment for the kid and that's where a bunch of problems go. But um, he's like screaming at me, is this fun? Is this fucking fun? I'm like, I don't, I think, I don't think I'm even in middle school yet. That's bad parenting. That isn't. Clearly, I school is not, I'm not engaging or I'm not, you know, because I was obviously had a high motor. I became very good at sports. Um, kids liked me, so I had good social skills. I had friends. So, but like, you know, as a parent, if they're not as smart too, they're, they're not looking at that. They're looking at some stupid card. The, you're, you're, you're screaming at someone who's not even 13 years old yet. It, it just, you know, I love my father, if he ever hears this, but he just had so much pain from, his mom died, his dad was never around. And I'm not saying any of that's easy. And my dad was like, poor, 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 poor. Like, I think they shared the same bath water and then like for bowls of milk, like they share, like you eat your cereal, then you give the the milk to, I mean, that's gonna, that shit does shit to your psyche too. Don't get me, I'm not, saying that stuff doesn't it, it shapes you and can affect you but you have to learn to let that shit you, you know it's gonna you, you get hard you work hard and you do whatever but in ways i do believe it crippled my father to where you know, he didn't finish college which is fine then he kind of and this is some of a lot some of the stuff is definitely his own words but i it came out later i recognized this stuff in my 20s where I, and we never talked about it, but I, when I knew enough information about him and my brain was starting to really, I, when I started to really realize like, oh, holy shit, I'm, 
yeah, I'm really bad at math, but like I under, I still understand a lot, like socially and psychologically. And that those people, I, you know, people don't like to hear this, and then I am creative too. Like, it, you're, it puts your intelligence in a different ring, uh, rung. Sorry, it just, it just does. You know, if you're like really good with numbers and accounting, it's a good, it's still a good smart to have because it's a great way for your brain to work. But you can get real pigeonholed. The best is, is if you can be above average at math and then be good at a lot of other stuff and then be really good at like exceptional at the social stuff, I think that's what would create the best. And then if you have creativity on top of that, creativity still is what ends up. Creativity conquers and wins always. Innovation, those are the geniuses. That's just what it is. You know, those are the geniuses. And yeah, I could create and innovate in my own ways. I'm talking about the people who like make Tesla and Facebook, even though it's pretty horrendous now with those things. Dude, those people are geniuses. Like they trump, I would say, a math person or a science person. And if those people are well read, forget about it. They're fucking brilliant. They can be diabolical and cynical as fuck, and think they can look at human life a little odd. Huh? But that's a whole other thing too. And my point is, I started to realize, oh, I'm, I'm I guess I. I didn't even look at it as I was smart. I didn't, I just was like, I definitely, you know, I had friends. I, it was small things too in the beginning where, oh, this girl's getting pregnant. What's she doing with her life? We're in college. That set off alarms when I was like 18, 19. I didn't know why necessarily, but I knew like, well, that's not how you talk about people. And then as I did continue to read and get into more social classes and stuff, and that's bullshit. I just continued to read. By the time I got to a four-year school and was like in political science and blah, 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 I'd already learned a new and like uh, the I just caught up to the classes, but my my intellect was past that already. Uh, but it was still fun to be in those classes because I fucking loved that shit and enjoyed it. And I still left after a semester. I was like, well, I'm gonna move to Colorado and figure it out. And um, and it's it's been come more figured on out. It took about five years to beat myself up against the rocks even more because I thought I needed to save the planet with hemp tomorrow. Um, but anyway, um, that's another, another thing what we'll top to real quick is intelligence can make you go crazy. And that's just what it is. It's it's not, intelligence isn't just you know random facts. Like, uh, did you know that, well, I don't know, just this molecule was discovered or did you know this atom's work like this all that is awesome and i like to learn and read about that stuff too but do you understand it do you understand information and then can you look out in the world and like i guess somewhat predict outcomes but and predict behavior but understand behavior and why people are doing things why we are where we're at where we may go from here and why we are at where we're at now and why we why certain industries are set up the way they are now and, and policies and government, like all these things, like that's where into like the intellect comes in. I think a lot of people would say, yes, I know intellect is, I think it's learning new skill. Let's look up intellect. What in being in, Hey Siri, what is intellectualism? Intellectualism refers to related mental perspectives that emphasize the use, the development and the exercise of the intellect and also identifies the life of the mind of the intellectual person. Want to hear more? What is an intellectual? 
An intellectual is a person who engages in critical thinking research and reflection about the reality of society and proposes solutions for the normative problems of society and thus gains authority as a public intellectual. So yeah, so you're, you're just looking at things and going, well, okay, like this. Oh, we got to go green and auto, you know, auto, blah, 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 automation and we're going to do all this stuff and go green. Okay, well, when we're sh when these batteries need, I think, iodine, I don't know what chemicals and uh, minerals they need or whatever, but, okay, where are those coming from and how fast of a rate are we pulling those out of, like, Africa and, and rain? And wherever we find these minerals, I know Africa is a very rich, um, very mineral-rich continent, um, but the point is, is wherever we're pulling resources from, like, if we're not still doing that in a sustainable way, because what if natural... You know, and I, I get it fracking and then stuff leaking into water ways and um, I think it creates, it can create faults. So then you can create earthquakes and things like that. Um, but the point is we have to, we can't just say things like go green and go electric, but then, and then ignore the fact that, well, that's going to be a lot of batteries too. So until we can really, and I, I'm not, I obviously... You know, I'll watch this Alex Jones thing, and he, he's telling me all the smoke that comes out of these stacks is just H2O. I don't know if that's true, but it, it did make sense. So we even have to be careful on, you know, because what happens in facilities is it goes, it's supposed to go through a processing treatment, I'm sure, and then um, gets rid, you know, it strips down the compound and um, takes out all the bad shit, and then when it's released back in our atmosphere, yes, it would make sense that it's just water. Now, do we know... Yeah, when BP fucking wants to, they bunch of gas spills somewhere and they don't fucking clean it up. Shame on them, and that's bullshit. When you got other countries who are legitimately polluting, um, and I'm, I don't know necessarily how much pollution comes from America as far as from industry. I would assume we're pretty fucking strict here. I don't think that shit's gonna fly too much now. Dupont and stuff, you know, back in like the as early as maybe the 50s and 60s, I watched that movie on it with uh, my boy. Um, see, that's like a movie I mean, though. I, I watch a lot of movies like that, too, just to bounce real quick. And those movies make me cry because DuPont knew that they were getting rid of chemicals in an insufficient way. It was going into chem, uh, farmers' water supplies, killing their livestock. People were, had no teeth and shit. So we've had problems here now. I think a lot of that's had to has had to get cleaned up in certain ways, but like those those people barely had to pay because there's a bunch, dude. It, it's a dirty game, Lloyd. Like, uh, let's see, what about my trans contracts and shit like that? And 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 in certain, okay, if this carcinogen is labeled X Y Z and not Z Y X, it's okay. And it's a dirty, dirty game with some of that. Because technically, that unless the rules and regulations have not been updated, they can continue to do pollute and not get in trouble for it. And uh, in, like that's what gives me like I get goosebumps right now because I don't know how much of that still goes on and happens, but we know it has happened before. And if people go unchecked, and you can't check everybody. And if corruption gets so bad to where, you know, and, and if there's no hope, that's where it gets bleak quick and people. So, you know, I have a buddy in the water industry, though, too, who, you know, pipes are supposed to 
and put certain stuff in water so it coats the pipes so they won't rust and whatnot. And you're on Instagram and you see, oh, don't drink these pipes. It's closing your third eye. And there's truth to I would still filter my water no matter what. But, and yes, are all these pipes probably need to be replaced? I, but they're, these, we have to also understand that stuff was made to last. Uh, now, when they break and whatnot, yeah, mains will break and things like that. But there's supposed to be proper procedures to make sure that water is clean. Whether or not you believe in the fluoride thing or not, you know, I don't want fluoride in my fucking water. I brush my teeth. But they, they say they do it for whatever reason. There's certain evidence that says fluoride is, you know, I don't want to fuck with fluoride. I filter my water, eat healthy, keep, you know, whether the pineal gland is the mystery stuff and the seed of the soul, which I do believe. But even if you're not into that, that's fine. It controls your melatonin and shit, so it's important to not have the fucking thing calcified. So, I, I, from a pure scientific health science perspective, that thing regulates your hormones. Get that thing, you don't want the thing calcified. Um, but, you know, that's just, that's the world with that stuff. And, you know, I, I went on a, I went on a, uh, I, I go on rants, but, you know, I was talking about, because I don't like to say, oh, I realize I'm smart and this. I want to be able to work with people at where I work right now. Maybe they're not the brightest or maybe they're, they haven't worked through all their shit. And I don't think, honestly, I've been in this field a lot enough, not a long enough now where I've seen older people. This field doesn't attract the best and brightest. I don't mean, the, and, I, and by that, I don't mean like intellectual capacity and, 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 and uh, ability to innovate and, 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 and make progress I, they don't deal with their shit their emotional baggage they don't they're looking through their you know nick it's all perspective you know really at the end of the day what's truth shut the fuck up that's so fucking stupid deal with your daddy issues your mom issues your self-image issues whatever it is but don't but this i mean i haven't met too many people in this industry who are really well-rounded let's say that there and that's fine what i mean by that is i don't ever i never thought oh i can't do this job because maybe these people aren't as intellectually um capac or intellectually inept as i am i didn't want to do the job or i was afraid to stay because i didn't know if i'd make enough fucking skills to make a fucking living most of these guys when they get to like a supervisor role they bullshitted their way there but what i realized is is as long as you have a good amount of skills, you can start to figure out other things. And I never lie in my interviews so that, you know, within a year, two at the most, you know, I really don't care if I'm not a supervisor till 30. It'd be nice to do one more year, make 26.50, and then just turn wrenches more, do certain things more and more and more. And then when I'm 30, no less than 32 bucks an hour. Really, I want no make no less than 32 bucks an hour after 30. And I'll just be a supervisor. And, and that's fine until hopefully this you know, hopefully these seeds with this, if I can just do one a week forever, maybe something happens, maybe something doesn't, I don't, I really don't care. Um, but I would like to be able to talk and be cool to interview people and have people on. But what would be cool is if this platform, eventually I could earn money and then maybe like run for an city official or try to actually get involved and make, you know, tell the people the truth. Like, look, I want to schools to push for, you know, health reform. We can't be serving kids fucking mozzarella sticks too often. Like we have to, I know we have all these disagreements on what health is, but I don't think whether you 
think dairy is completely bad or not. I don't think a developing body needs to have the choice of mozzarella sticks too often. You know, uh, milk's not good for you really, especially the milk like that's pretty much been debunked. And like, yeah, are you gonna get some benefits from it? Of course, but like, it being pasteurized and it sits in front of fucking lights all the time, and we pump so much shit into these. And I, I get it, you're not gonna. They, the, you know, these egg egg logs and all this stuff and the lobbying that these dairy industries and shit do, it's fucking disgusting. And then you people hide behind it. Oh, it's not bad. And oh, shut the fuck up. Water, fruits and vegetables. You know, kids are gonna want to eat shitty shit, and I do get that too. But we're, we're in there. We, you know, you gotta. You don't have to sell the pop tarts and shit, but there's you sell Cliff bars. There's there's better options, and I know. Some areas, unfortunately, wouldn't be able to have that. But the picture I'm trying to fucking paint here is, is you're always, it's about planting seeds. The kids are going to go to the gas station and buy the candy bars anyway. We know that as adults, they're going to do shit like that. They're going to maybe get some chew or some cigarettes or some weed. But if you keep planting in their head, so maybe when they're 18, 19, they're like, yeah, you know, I just, I, it might, it might click quicker for people where, Maybe, yeah, they smoke some, they're in college, they're going to get drunk and whatever, but then they, maybe they just take diet a little serious, more serious quickly. And it's amazing by, by 30, how many people, the society fucks people up so much. Go to college, get a job, then you're in debt, then it's work, work, work. And by the time you're 30, you've lost all your hair. You got like a kid, maybe a wife and a house, and you're like 40 pounds overweight. You're 30. And, and, you know, four, six, four, six years ago. You were fine. Like, that's what happens is, is people, and we just, in the system, the system almost wants you to make you think you have to be that way because it's, what happens is, is I've noticed is a lot of these guys get these dad bods and stuff. Yes, they become more stable because they make more, they're not as risk taking, which is fine because we need, you want good communities, you want strong households, whether that's man, woman, 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 man, man, that's not the point. You want strong households and strong communities. But you can do it and be healthy. But it's almost like in our society, since the stress is, people just were living so fast and you have to learn to, I still live fast. I'm still in rush hour traffic. Now with COVID, it's been different. But is, even though Denver's not crazy, when, when it was, I used to work in Lakewood. Today, if I drive to Lakewood, just on a weekend, say no COVID and I leave early enough, I can get there in, in literally 10 minutes, 12 minutes. Um, no, pre-COVID from Lakewood to Denver, it might take me an hour to get home still. And it's not that far, but it's a suburb of Denver, but that's that's normal. That's just what the metro areas do. So you have to, you know, you just have to figure out with your partner, I get it. Maybe your wife or the husband has a very high-ranking job and they have to put in higher hours. You can't have an equally as high job. That don't mean you can't make 60, 70 grand still, though. Like, the, the people getting these goofy, well, how are we going to make it? And we got, well, do you need, can you drive a nice Toyota car? Or even, like, you drive an Audi and she drives a Benz. Okay, fine. Because nice, it's nice to have a nice, reliable car, and I want, like, but, like, but do you need the hugest house? Or can you just get a normal-sized house, then? You got one kid? How about you get a one-bedroom house? Or if you guys are planning on having two, three kids, okay, fine. But make it to where it works then. And do you need to go on six vacations? So you have to, you know, we can't use these excuses of there's food services now that deliver stuff. You know, I had this fucking COVID's fucking everything up, but 
I had Vistro. I could get 20 meals. You put them in the freezers. They're still nutritious. I mixed them with quinoa. You know, you can't be, it can't be. What happens is, is you're working, he's working, the kids are whatever. And you, uh, and the ones who still end up being good parents, but then where they can sometimes fail because they're fucking tired and trying to put a roof over this fucking kid's head. You can't be ordering Pizza Hut. Maybe once a week. Okay, fine. But you can't be two, three times during the week and then like once on the weekend. It could be maybe once during the week, maybe once during the weekend because mom and dad need a break and I get it. Five, so five of the seven days, what's that going to give you? Like 79% or something? Uh, not a great percentage, but better than you. Just think if you were giving them three, four times a week shit food, not good for their development. Uh, these are the problems of the modern world that, you know, we every we all just need to stop. Like, you tr you don't need what you think you need. And the more people pull out of these paradigms and go, because it, it, what blows my mind is people still give a fuck like what, what their parents think and stuff. And I just, I never give a fuck what my parents think. And uh, isn't even though I, I wanted people to be friendly with people, I still never really cared what the fuck they thought. I used to feel bad for people a lot because I realized, oh, this guy's 45 and is really dumb and hasn't figured much out and he's probably ran into some bad shit and it would fuck with my energy and make me just sad and, and feel bad and I had to get past that because I'm not, I can't, you know, otherwise you become that guy of, well, it really why I didn't, wasn't become successful is I cared too much. Well, you can care plenty and still realize you're no good to anybody if you end up in the same fucking position. Um, but as far as like, if my parents liked my girlfriend or the career I picked or the way I live, fuck you. I don't give a fuck. That shit blows my fucking mind. That grown five divided by seven, I'm going to say it's like 72%. 70%. That's not, I'm not saying it's great. I said 72, didn't I? I think I said 79, 72. So 70, 30. If you, you get, if you can get five average meals. So if whether you think bread or bread isn't bad, well then get them better bread. You know, if you, if you're not like uh, too crazy about scared about dairy and stuff, well then at least get the kids organic. If you want to make them a grilled cheese and tomato soup, my point is get some good cheese and good bread and good butter make them a grilled cheese and tomato soup that doesn't have 6,000 ingredients in it. But this is just the consciousness thing. Cause I get it. It's not going to be perfect where I speaking like this and talking like this. I hope it's for the, yes, I'm clearly going to be able to, cause I'm very aware of this and I'm trying to, I'm a single guy. I'm going to be 29. I'm in Denver and I make, I still make like no money. It, here's what's nuts. The average salary is 1650 in this country. I make, six dollars fifty more cents that and i don't have any fucking money i don't care if i lived in fucking podunk west virginia that ain't gonna get it done you're not gonna you if you okay i want to be able to travel invest and that's really it yeah i want to be able to go to a sports event every once in a while and sit in a nice seat so i may out of a whole year maybe i go to two or three sports events so that's not that expensive my point is is i don't need a bunch but I, I don't want to live somewhere with my parents till I'm 35 because I could and not not like somewhat be living a life that I enjoy, you know. So there's 
So I, but there's still sacrifices within that, right? To where it's like, basically I work, if I want to travel, so that means I work, I hike on the weekends, I play video games and I like exercise, take care of my body, repeat, eat good, repeat. Even though I like museums and art like stuff like that, I don't really fucking go. I, if I had a girlfriend, it may be something we go, but like, I don't go out of my way to go to a fucking museum and I like art and I really appreciate it. I understand its importance in our culture and society, but like you, that's just more sacrifices and more things that I don't need. I would probably ski. I'll probably, the next thing I'll probably try to make more mainstream in my life, more streamlined is skiing so I can do more in the winter, but that can be relatively cheap. I'm not going to stay up there every fucking weekend. I just go ski. I come back home on the, you know, the same day. Um, but you know, a lot of this stuff too, this way of thinking and thoughts and, and it, it, it's for future people too, to realize hopefully they can go, okay, the good guy, the guy who just is a fucking, and I don't, I consider myself pretty quote unquote, like I've played college sports, it's a good athlete in high school. I've noticed it's not women find me attractive. That's the best way to say it without sounding like a douche. Cause it doesn't matter at the end of the day. I would never, it does. I'm not, I mean, I want someone who's fit and smart and and compatible with me but they need to they need to be kind and generous and, and understanding and just a kind soul a strong soul a hard soul in the right ways but very kind and gentle in the other ways too but you got to be hard too but anyway i know soft and flow like water but then when you need to be you know like a tree and not let the you know the disturbance of your environment you know blow you over right that's the hardness right but really, at the end of the day, it's softness. That's how I've learned I'm strong now because I'm just so relaxed. I'm just like, well, if I can get the hemp, if that's my purpose, well, it's going to happen then. It's because it's meant to be. And if it's not, then cause I'm not going to ever stop working towards it. But I can't be, I can only do what I can do today, tomorrow, and the next day. I can't. So anyway, um, but as a partner and stuff, I was, I was just bambling or something about that but you know the kindness and things is what really matters and uh, I don't I was talking man I wish I would have stayed on that but um man we almost went two hours with this one I didn't even want to do this one today but you know, I hope I hope you enjoy it I hope I know I, I just get going and I, I I bounce but I hope you see that I'm being genuine, I guess, and I just, I have good, I think I have good ideas, and um, I think I have things to say, and I think I'm saying them in, in my goofy, weird, spit them out way, but, um, you know, I hope you enjoy it, I hope it's a little different, it's not as continuous, maybe, there, there, there's maybe not as much rhythm, I, I don't know how much I would necessarily enjoy listening to the way I talk, but I hope for you it helps, and you do enjoy it. And it's, if it's just, you know, I could definitely see it being a thing where, and who knows what it, like I said, I, here's what I've learned too from people who've been successful in content creation stuff. I don't, it's going to change. I don't, I don't care how many people do or don't listen. You can never, you just, I have to continue to do this way. And I can't, even this thought that I have is really the wrong thought to have, but I, it's not horrible. I could definitely see it being where people just listen to it because it's just a, a goofy, weird perspective on things. And nowadays, you know, that's what people, people really want. And I, well, I think it's what people have always wanted, you know, 
now we can just get it out there more. You know, if, if this thing starts to gain traction, what I'll do is, is uh, set up an email so that uh, people can send in, what, is, what are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on this? And then I can, I'm sure I'll have thoughts on, on it. And if I, if I hadn't heard of the issue or thing, I'll, I'll look it up and go, you know, this is what happens in pop culture. Someone's trendy and then people say, oh, this artist, black, white, girl, boys, destroying young people's minds. And then, you know, I, I'm really good at that stuff. But that's just one example. You know, what do you think about this politician? Or what do you think about this policy? Or what do you think about, you know, middle America, rural America, white men from 18 to 35, 18 to 40, sucking on guns and eating pills? Nobody wants to talk about it because it's not sexy. You know, it's just, I'm in it. I'm in it, and I hope you can trust me to say, look, this, because not, one, not everybody's interested in this or are interested in dissecting it. They want to get a perspective and then go, well, this is what I've heard. I've heard multiple people. Not everybody is about being in their brain and being in their thoughts, but I do encourage it to do it to where at least you can be in there for your career, for your family, for your health. Maybe it's not about the world and whatnot. I encourage you to be aware of what is going on and get it from the left, from the right, from the independent, um, get it from everywhere. And I encourage you to not, you know, again, like I said, I'm starting to make a little more money and I'm not like, oh, well, you know, tax cuts. We already, we do pay too much taxes, but I'm still for taxes. So let's, I'll make that clear. So when I make even more money, I'm for taxes. It's, it's very simple. We, we put in health, you know, police department, uh, fire department, roads. The school thing should just be so fucking obvious. We put it where the, the shit, so the shit schools are in the bad neighborhoods, better schools. Um, and then, you know, hopefully, because what's going to happen is you're going to have hometown heroes in the good way, not the guy who's 50 and miserable. You're going to have kids who go, I'm going to come back here and I'm going to do a business and I'm going to put my roots right back where I came from because nobody else is going to do it. That wasn't my calling. Probably has a large fact to do with, you know, are there some good people from the village I'm from? Without a doubt. There, there just are. I, I would never say that. Still a lot of racism, a lot of prejudice, a lot of you know, people just unknown. They're, they're not, you know, they, they don't get into too many other cultures. They, people don't travel as much. They may go to Madison or Milwaukee. Still pretty white. That's just what it is. Um, and there's nothing wrong with white. Uh, I'm white. Um, my skin is brown, but I'm a white person um, genetically. And uh, my father is a white male. Uh, there's nothing wrong with being white, but it's pretty obvious that when you live in a country of 76.2% white people, if you're in a rural era, area, you may not be the most cultured person. So yeah, I dealt with a lot of shit growing up, um, but there's good people everywhere. There's racist fucks. I'm sure there's someone racist living in my apartment building. Maybe not towards blacks, but okay. Well, I'm not down with any racism. Uh, I'm just not. So yeah, it's... It's a crazy world, but it is what it is, and there's still a lot of good. Um, let's just hope that the 
earth doesn't get too hot unless for whatever reason this is supposed to be happening which i have a hard time believing that not even from the man-made stuff or yes but my, my, my point that i'm trying to make is you can't overfish the oceans coral reefs you know like biodiversity seems to be in a state of crisis from what i read and watch um you can't have that for a sustainable you know i don't think these people are exploring space because they're you know uh thinking it's all going great here i mean we should be exploring space even if it was all going great because you have to push that's not that's a bad analogy um but like like uh elon musk said though he's like we should definitely I don't have the full thing, but the point was, he was like, I'm very pro-Earth. He's like, it would take one, like less than 1% of all of our GDP or whatever it is to invest in Earth and we'd be fine. We just don't invest in Earth because it's all, the financial structure is so fucked right now with how that stuff works and it's just profit for destruction. But anyway, the point is, fuckers, you got to get up, Joey Diaz style, grab your ball bag. And say, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to fucking do something today. If that's just be a happy some bitch And work your fucking 9 to 5. And be happy. Then you do it. And you fucking try to get some pussy. Or get some cock in you. And you go do it. You got to. Living a good vibrant life does so much. Don't. The system. And there are people. And oh the system. And the conspiracy. There are people who want you to be fucking miserable. And depend on corporations for your purpose in this life. Fuck them. It's not even the fact that we even still call that shit like conspiracy talk just shows how fucking stupid people are. And I'm sorry because it's, I don't mean people who maybe have just, you know, it's people who are doing a disservice to the rest of humanity because they're just being lazy and sticking their head in the sand. They have the ability to understand it, just makes them fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, it wasn't too comfortable for me when you're, you're people are talking shit behind your back. Questioning all your decisions, you had a basketball scholarship, this, that, blah, blah, blah. It ain't easy to go through this baptism by fire to actually get to the point where you can understand the world in a lot of ways. It's not fucking easy. Stop being a pussy-ass bitch. Stop being a dickhead. I'm going both way, male, male, female. Don't be a pussy-ass bitch. Don't be a fuckboy. Push through the pain, and then you'll get the respect on the other side. You don't do it for the respect. You do it because it's right, and then other people will fall in line and go, Oh, he didn't do it so that we respect him when he's 35. And but I don't give a fuck about that shit. No, we, we shouldn't care about that stuff. You do it because it's right. Those things will come. It is nice because it can form a good world. But you, I didn't do it with the uh, hope and possibility of respect on the other end of the flame. Because one, you just don't even know if people are going to anyway. Because when you're young, you don't have enough experience. Unless you're, yeah, even if you're super bright and brilliant, you. Probably haven't seen enough yet, but there are people who do because I just they've read so many fucking books and just been like, well, they may be 22 going like, well, it's likely that these people when they get older and people do, those people are out there. You know, I, I I'm not going to say you're well, no, I don't care if you're one of these tech guys and you're super smart. You probably don't understand. Well, that's bullshit. Some people can understand stuff pretty young. It wasn't necessary that I didn't always understand it. When I was young, I just didn't know. I didn't. I didn't want to be too harsh or brash or narcissistic or um, um, bullyish or bullish. I mean, I'm using all. You know, you get the point. I'm picturing the picture I'm trying to paint. I just don't want to 
act like a know-it-all, like a fuckhead. So I kind of took a slower route into it. But now I can confidently say things like, yes, you know, people, some people will come around. Um, what I did have to accept was something I just said a couple minutes ago was I had to accept the fact, though, that I usually just think people didn't have the intellectual ability to understand certain things, and they definitely don't. But uh, enough people have enough ability to understand enough, but it since it, it it hurts and it sucks and it makes you uncomfortable, they just don't. Fuck you. Fuck you. And I don't have any problem saying that shit anymore because now I just know. Or I understand and f embodied that and felt that and have seen enough and got enough back from my nervous system where I go, oh, that, you know, maybe that guy at work who's blah, 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 he just, he's stiff because this or he's self, and he just isn't quite, no, he understands, he gets it. He just thought he had to suck a zillion dicks to get where he needed to be. Not that sucking dicks bad. Sucking dick is great if that's what you're into. It's just an analogy. Take it easy. Kissing ass. You know, sucking the pussy lips dry. However you want to fucking say it. I'm for all sexual freedoms. I like butt stuff. I don't even just mean anal. I mean, I'm a little freaky. My point is, is you know, you you just start to realize all oh, these people they're weak and. Whether you believe in God or not, that's fine. But like, that's where judgment will come in, and that has that's. But I don't judge these people. With my faith and what I understand about what I think I understand, um, it's. I would say it's possible there's judgment. Um, I don't know if you're ever anybody's ever really banished to a pit of fire or anything. I, I I don't know, but I could definitely see how there's judgment because in these texts and stuff a lot. Even though if you want to pick Pope fun. When you read about like envious behavior and treacherous things and, and greed and blah, 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 that's an all text. Yeah, there's some goofy stuff in there about stoning people and slavery and blah, 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 blah. No good, no good. But what if what if there's just a lot of it that is that leads, gives us clues to what's next and blah, blah, blah. So for me to sit here and say, well, there's no judgment. Well, if you lived your life as a coward and you had the and create the creator, whatever that is, that energy, maybe it's just a force, maybe there are beings that work, you know, we don't know, it gets very, well, there's no way this, there's no way that, uh, the Pentagon is fucking telling you that they, they got objects that they don't know where they're coming from, so you might want to start thinking about, this is the, this is the actual reality of all the space-time continuing shit and these universes and these holes and these black holes and whatever it is truth is is probably a lot of shit out there happening right now i think we forget that we're on this fucking blue ball or whatever it is cosmic egg i don't i don't know what shape it is it seems to be round that's what everybody says it looks around scientists with this what if it is just an illusion? Because like, if we can only see, and people, oh, what do you don't believe in science? No, I fucking believe in science. I want clean water, and I like tech, and there's a bunch of good things, technology and science. You know, I like my TV. I like my toothbrush. That's technology. That's science. Shut the fuck up. Good toothpaste. I like better, cleaner ways to do things. I'm just saying, what if it is an illusion? Like, to our eyes, it looks a way, but it's really not doesn't mean we can't calculate it with our perceptions of this field at this point with how much light we can take in to where that's what it looks like and that's what we can calculate and I don't really give a fuck my point is take care of the fucking thing that, that that's not where we were at but um, 
oh, I was just saying, I think people forget we're like on this ball and or whatever it is. I like the cosmic egg idea a lot that it's it's not flat or round that it's just a it's a um, not a dimension. It's a uh, ugh, not a reality. It is those things, but a uh, not a land. I said it earlier in the podcast. This um, fuck not realm, <laughs> and it could be all those things and or more or less, but. Uh, plane. I like that. I, I, I like that. This plane. You know, this plane that we inhabit at this moment. The way it exists in this moment with whatever abnormalities have or haven't happened and, and will or won't happen will shape what we perceive as what this plane is at these moments in time. Because if, if we're really ascending to 5D and we're gonna, humans are going to start to inhabit more light in their body, and consciousness is going to change and we're able to, to see more of the spectrum well who it, it changes the the, the, the the paradigm but it changes the plane it changes and that's where you can look at it as like I'll say this life's not a game but you, if you look at it like a game it can help you get through it and enjoy the nature like the natural you know maybe it's a simulation maybe it's a computer generated thing and nature is just Blah, 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 blah. Well, whatever way, it still can make you feel good and it's awesome. There's a way to you can connect to this thing that helps guide you through it. And maybe that's maybe reality is more of what's after this. And that, that's not the point. The point is, is um, gosh, I got to hold on to this and try to spit this out. Uh, oh, younger people today are definitely born into a harder version of the game. And that's just true. Things are way more complex. Not that they weren't before. The world is just so much more open. The map is more expanded. The possibilities, you know, for more people are more prevalent. I mean, you got millionaire YouTubers in five seconds now, and that can, it's just, it's, that didn't exist. So the, the game and to survive in this game and level up, quote unquote, and to be able to, just the shit you have to deal with, with the food and the chemicals, the environment stuff going on. Clearly, there's a counterculture that's dealing with like we care, but we just don't give a fuck, and we want to be healthy, but we want to have fun. We want, we do want some money. We don't. It, it's a weird level of the game to where it requires more bandwidth because it just does. Unfortunately, not unfortunately, it's just what the game is in these moments in time is it requires you to you got to be kind of more aware of the world and things are changing so fast and luckily the field i'm in god bless i don't get fucking struck by 220 amp or, or 220 volts or whatever you know 15 amps or something i can move wherever the fuck i want and as long as i continue to make skills and do what i need to do and play the game that way i'll be okay uh and I think if people just move forward, no matter how slow, they'll be okay. You got to peep this too. Some people, I used to have these fantasies of like, well, I wish I had would have moved to Denver and met some hippie chicks and hippie crowd, and you know, I had like a house where we. It would have never been how I wanted it. Don't. But for somebody, that reality, that's what gets you through is either you couch surf for a while, or you you do move to Colorado and you just fall in with the crew. I am by nature. A loner. It's just what it is. I when I come home from work, unless it's my wife and my kids, and if we had a dog, like I don't fucking want to be coming home to roommates. 
I within and what happened was is as I can where I see where my health is or my all my stuff is like I don't got time to come home on a Thursday night and music's blaring and we're gonna have a house party as you know 28 year old like that's not and some of those people live like that to their damn near 40 which is cool for them I so my point though is is people get down on like well Nick had different resources or this or that whatever lifestyle you're living if you're moving forward within it and continuing to look out for what you need to do you know some people will flip will cook pizzas they move to Colorado they didn't go to college they'll do whatever they, they work for with pizzas for 10 years or whatever like and they do drugs and they I'm not saying they abuse drugs they do drugs and they fall into this life this good rhythm and they do enjoy it and they do like like you find your place and then you yes you can move past that um, but you know that happens to a lot of people who move to California. They, they they couch surf. They're trying to get their comic career, their acting career, their music career, whatever they're going to do, stand up. And they, as long as they keep moving forward, it seems to work out. They always end up just having enough food, enough gas. They they get an oh I you know I didn't have anywhere to stay. I thought of this and then, oh I got to stay somewhere for three months. And then I finally got a gig that it it, it, it will work. I promise you. And I I shouldn't do or I. People would say, but I believe this. But my point is, is my path was not to fall in with a bunch of hippies and talk about consciousness all the time. Because guess what? It still happened a little bit. Like I did end up at some parties, but I always had my own apartment. And so I feel like I it worked how I needed it to do. And I had the experiences and the enjoyment of someone of that life, you know. And, and it was great and I loved it and I look back at it and go fuck like one night I got off work and uh, took some acid and went to a Halloween party like on the Thursday I don't think I had to work the next day maybe I, I don't think I did or I took off I don't fucking remember what I did but it was an awesome experience is the point that's all that fucking matters and um, you know I had some parties when I worked at this bar for, you know it, I I think at the time when I was going through some of those things, because since I was so stressed and my stomach was always fucked up, my body, it maybe wasn't as enjoyable as I would have liked it to be, but it was still fun. Like I can look back at some of those late nights and go, yeah, you know what? But like I don't, you know, some people can do that and do that and do that and they like it and that's, that's how they survive and get by and they go, man, it just works out, man, and I'm cool with it and that's good for them um, but that was a fantasy that I'm glad I never came to fruition not that I wanted it to be like that it, it might have been like that for me if I would have moved out here when I really wanted to at 1920 because um, I'm not a big believer in like every like yes everything does happen for a reason because there's a cause and effect but I, I I don't like to say sometimes like well if I would have moved here when I was 19 or 20 it wouldn't have worked or maybe it would have maybe Here's the thing, I was having certain stomach issues and shit with my body very young. Moving to somewhere like Colorado and be as open as I w am and was even back then, those words to some, you know, girl, I'm just like going to say it, like more of like a hippie type of girl who was like, well, you should look at maybe getting off gluten. Someone who had been more read up, read up on this stuff already. Um, and I'm more read about it than most people still in the world. And I know that there was people ahead of me in a lot of these consciousness things and these, you know, I've read about these indigo kids and, and this stuff I do still believe, or I not, like still like it's real. I'm t it's, I, I believe it's real. 
but you can't it's real because I would at some of those parties and stuff we were all so similar and we all kind of almost knew so I've had some very weird metaphysical experiences without drugs in Colorado that kind of you know you don't, you have to take me for my word um, and you don't have to believe me but like well there's definitely more that happens I guess I don't know if it happens after this but you can access there are more uh, you know planes of reality dimensions of reality because I've experienced them um, but I so there's like a group of us you know there's all we're all over I'm sure where we're like well there's like one foot in the door and one foot out is how I explained it to my mom once but that's something I'm not even going to get into right now still work a job still with you know why you want health insurance you want I'm starting to see more and more of like these indigo things I would read like if you can adapt well enough it, it played perfect to my thing I basically almost till 30 I'll be 30 in another year like I really struggled to like adjust to this reality not that everybody does a lot of people do, but for the, the reasons I was is different than a lot of people and a lot of generations before. It's a very spiritual, awakened awareness thing because you're like, gosh, I I don't really necessarily feel part of this world. Not like I don't want to work a nine-to-five part of this world. Like I'm a little – I'm the weird – we're the weird ones. The ones like – you got the kids who put a bunch of tattoos on their face and are into chakras and stuff. And I'm not saying some of those people maybe aren't one foot in the door, one foot out the door, but a lot of them honestly aren't. They're just maybe more antisocial and whatnot. Like, yeah, I got like seven, eight tattoos, but like I I wear flannels and shit. Like I wear, and I, I wear camo and like I wear mountain op stuff. I'm very health oriented and it, 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 the, the mold's different, you know, because we're, I'm very... I'm odd. I just say that. I'm an, I'm about as I can look and blend with the normies. Like I play PlayStation. I go to I like movies and restaurants, and I can. Well, that guy looks like he's a bro, and I am a bro. Don't get me wrong. That's definitely part of my archetype. But my archetype is, uh, you know, I've woke up vibrating and like heard voices. I've like I've left my body before. Like I've just done some stuff where I'm like, yeah, I'm a little weird. I shouldn't, and I don't think I'm weird. It's just it's not as normal for humans right now for that stuff is all. I don't feel weird or anything. I'm just using it as more of a cultural societal thing. I don't really, I don't know what I am, you know. I, I believe like I'm we're all like a soul and have a light body. I guess I just have experienced more of that part of reality on this plane is my point. That's why I believe in all the 3D to 5D and this consciousness and indigos and crystal like because. And anybody can become those things. That's just about you got to shed a lot of trauma and emotional baggage and get underneath you. Like I believe Rogan's a lot of these things that he, he doesn't necessarily believe in because of – I just think maybe he – I don't think he pollutes his body, but he does smoke a lot of weed. And uh, I don't know if so, I don't know if that plant is supposed to be used the way he does and taking like the testosterone and – I just think some of these gifts and things like that too, like he, like I, there's a reason, like no sugar, no caffeine, no meat, no, you have to, it's a different type of way of life, but, uh, 
he's still very much like Sham. He he's alchemized a lot of things, right? His beliefs, his his uh, the way he can uh, control himself in situations. He doesn't have to control himself; it becomes your being. So like he's he's a mystical motherfucker. Don't get me wrong. It's there's just there's levels to everything. Um, just like I would talk to my buddy Woody, like I don't. It doesn't seem that out of that much of a stretch to where I could have got my doctor doctorate in soch or psych or both of them. But since I didn't, that wasn't my life. That'd be like me saying I'm on Dr. Jordan Peterson's level when it comes to psychology and soch and understanding society and all these things. I'm definitely really good, and I think the potential to have that type of understanding is there and maybe it will happen over a long course of period of my life but as someone who has studied it profusely and intensely for however many years it's hard to imagine that I would get to that level you know so I'm not you know I'm not blind to things but when it comes to the understanding of maybe some of these other spiritual things and stuff like that there's i just feel like it's like it's encoded in my body i'll just be talking and saying things I'm like oh that sounds and i i think it's right and it makes sense and then you'll read these things online to where it's you know i get these ringing in my ears and stuff it's just we're gonna go into that at some other point but i'm glad that this episode i went two hours and 60 minutes that's pretty good a lot of rambling, a lot of gambling, a lot of shmambling, but, you know, fuck bitches, get money, uh, men and women, men, a man can be a bitch, and a woman can be a bitch, and a boy. we gotta get off this, you wanna be so strong, like, if, if, if I was at work tomorrow, and a resident called me a nigger, wouldn't even blink, you, you have to get strong in this world, doesn't mean you have to be a dick, and become, uh, a numb, rotting corpse, it just means, who gives like and that really doesn't fuck with the modern black person like Chappelle said. It's fuck oh my. nobody's probably coming to try to hang me. I'm, I'm okay. Like that just tells me this uh, poor son of a bitch. <laughs> this fucking guy or girl is uh they're struggling. And it, it it's they're not modern, we'll say that. Uh which I'm not for all modern, but modern should be taking the old and the new and mixing it to be a fucking beautiful thing. Get pussy, fuck bitches, get money, live your life, laugh, take good shits, be in good health. Fuck bitches, get money, like I said. Two hours, 18 minutes, this was great. I gotta get off, I need to take an Epsom salt bath. Stay groovy, love y'all fuckers.